Welcome to the exciting world of the movies. Hello, retro movie lovers. Welcome back to uh, the month of October here. We got a, a really uh, a chilling movie. I don't know how spooky. I don't know how kooky. I don't know how eerie it is, but it is chilling to the bone. Ain't that right, Zach? Fucking chilling to the boner. If you know yeah. what I mean. This, we're watching the incest fucking classic. The, the incest movie. classic. The movie that you basically, I, like, I want to have kids just so I can show them this movie someday. Yeah. Which I think I first saw this movie, Zach, when I was like 11 or 12 years old. Like, I didn't see it right away. I saw it on, on a video. Not even really video, like cable or something. Or maybe just even like regular TV when it finally came on. We'll get into it a little bit. I, like, I, to me, Flowers in the Attic was just this, like, one movie based on this one book. There is a whole cinematic universe, a whole book universe that continues literally to this day based around this story, and I had no idea. So I got V.C. Wow. Andrews pilled for the first time. I was this this many years old this uh, past week when I found out about the V.C. Andrews uh in fucking incredible vc andrews the person that created vcr like we should yeah. fucking we we should be we shouldn't even be surprised by the kino in this person yeah and it's it's really amazing because our family i mean talk about you know making money off those those technology patents uh vc andrews and you've been with vcr and then her cousin um vh smith Invented the tapes to go into the VCR, so it's pretty amazing. Incredible, incredible! I but love this family already. I know. So we're gonna get rolling here. I'm rolling off the Blu-ray. Zach is rolling off the Prime Video stream. Um, on the Blu-ray, it's 11 seconds in. I should say too. I have the Arrow Blu-ray. I didn't even know. That. I think there's like an MGM Blu-ray with this as well. But I I first saw this available on the Arrow Blu-ray. Um. Not that this uh, podcast is sponsored by Arrow in any way, Arrow Video in any way, because I slam them harder than any other company out there. But um, which which we just did a a three hour extravaganza, the longest movie graveyard ever, Zach. Hell yes, I'm excited. And the end of it, we celebrate the seventh anniversary, which you weren't there for. You were recording a very low testosterone live stream that was slandering you on air in front of millions. Exactly, exactly. Fucking yeah. very low testosterone. Yeah, but as part of that seven-year anniversary, obviously I wanted to thank you, Zach, for being a, a part of, at this point, multi-years of that seven-year history, so thank you. Fucking the the most Kino fucking podcast on the planet. Fucking, I am, I should be honored. Fucking... Uh, fuck, exactly. Fucking, I am in. I'm in awe over here. Fucking, I'm not worthy. VC Andrews should be honored that you're talking about her film right here. Exactly. Fucking incest classic. That does. Exactly. Fucking, the main reason we went to the movie to watch this movie, it's not even in the movie. They took out all the incest. Why? <laughs> they want to see incest. That, that's the whole reason we read the book. You yeah. think we would have read that shit if there wasn't incest in it? They were saving it to, to use later, the incest material. They were saving it up to use later in the film Wedding Crashers. But then that that mm. was going to be the sequel. But then it just ended up being its own movie onto itself. So oh, I have it paused at 11 second mark where it says New World Pictures and Freeze Entertainment or Fries Entertainment present. Uh, so yeah, that's where it's paused at. I'm going to say one, two, three, go. And when you hear me say go, please hit play on your remotes if you happen to be playing along at home. All right. Are you ready, Zach? I am ready, baby. 
You got your Roku remote in hand? I do. All right, one, two, three, go. I actually, I'm actually watching a DVD riff of this. I'm not really? watching it on Prime. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's probably probably better quality. All right, so here we go. Right off the bat, flowers in the attic, and uh, okay. this is a famous uh, mansion. Um, it was back east. They were, I think it was like around Boston. They were able to get it. I forget what the family was, but it was like a multi generational, wealthy family. I actually, let them come film this incest in their home. Fucking hell, yeah. Christy Swanson, we saw yeah. her credit. Jeb Stewart Adams. No one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck about any of these people. We wanted to see Christy Swanson yes. get incest sexed. And Lu- on screen. Louise Fletcher, amazing actress. Um, good thing we didn't record this episode last week, Zach, because she chose to pass away this week, so now we can pay honor to her. Fucking Kino. Kino royalty. Louise, rest in peace. Oh yes. So, what do you think about this movie, baby? Do you think it? Did you ever read the book? No. Me neither. And what I didn't understand, Zach, and uh, it was explained really well in the commentary. They had a a lady who was a uh, I can't remember. She was a, a magazine editor or author, but uh, she like covers horror movies and shit in the UK. And she was talking about this book and how this book is a rite of passage. Because the book is actually way different than the movie. I grew up thinking that Flowers in the Attic was the ultimate tale of horror in terms of like what parents would be willing to do to their child, unwanted children. But uh, it turns out really like this was the original Fifty Shades of Grey when it came out. All these high school, middle school girls would actually, uh, according to this author on here on the commentary track, they would actually read this book and diddle themselves. It was so lurid. Fucking incest sex was hot to the fucking teenage girls back in the day. It was. I mean, I don't even know if it was really the incest angle. I think it was um, just the fact that there was sex that you could get in your school library, you know. Oh. Uh, uh, or what, did that really happen, or was it just somebody trying to fucking, like, moral outrage? Like, we got to get that book out of there. Like, he could have just know. been making that up. I feel like it. I feel like it. It went pretty under the radar at the time, Zach, because the book the book originally came out in 1978. And by the time that they made, I, you know, obviously it's way more now, but at the time they made this movie around 87, they, um, they said by that time, so let, whatever that is, nine years, that they had sold like 42 million copies. Incredible. So I think just like the kids were all buying the books or checking the books out of the library and like exactly. the, the parents didn't really catch on, you know what I mean? Fucking, we, 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 we just saw fucking the greatest fucking incest uh fucking uh father in film history that we find <laughs> he, out he later. came home and the, the the incest children were very pleased to see him like they loved him he doesn't look like an incest daddy he does but i have to say like i was surprised like this was a pretty uh creepy scene here when he brings christy swanson the uh the dancing uh what do you call it the music box ballerina exactly it's it's very like and and like you know like when i was like watching the movie i didn't think anything of it uh because this is the first time i had seen this movie in a a few years you know i saw it a couple times as a kid and i think i saw it like three four it might have been more might have been like five or six years ago on cable and i was like oh yeah this is really good so like i bought the blu-ray but you know maybe like a year ago when we were doing this like i pretty much devised the plan for us to do this episode just so i could finally watch my blu-ray 
Fucking the king. So how how insidious do you think this is? Do you think the father uh, fucking? What if they were breeding their incest babies to eventually have sex with their incest? But like, what if it got that crazy? Well, but then yeah. like he died and it fucked up their plan, so she just ended up. Cause like the the dad must be fucking a terrible person to be married to this fucking terrible person, as we come to find out later in the movie. The mom is. So right. yeah, so like I mean, we're going to have spoilers. Spoilers, like all these kids are incest kids, and they don't actually don't even realize. It. They don't realize exactly. Like, they don't. They never heard the stories. Um, but like the scene where where the the dad is talking to Christy Swanson, saying you're my favorite out of all of my children, and all this kind of stuff. Like the mom is actually peeking in the in the wind or the the door crack, and she's like really pissed off looking. And because I was kind of like unfamiliar with this movie, hadn't seen it in a few years, I thought it—I thought she was like watching, like, oh, like he's a creep, he's creeping on my daughter. But later you find out she's just jealous, like she just hates her kid, her own kids. You know what I mean? Exactly. She's like fucking Chrissy Swanson. She's more of a Stacy than even I am, and she's not even eighteen yet, and she's an incest baby. What the fuck does that say? Exactly. She's just down on herself, baby. She's she's a nice young Stacy. She's big Stacy. Which I gotta say, like I, it's no secret to loyal listeners of this podcast. Like I'm a big Christy Swanson fan. Just I think she's awesome. Um, exactly. But uh, you know how they always say you have uh, post nut clarity, Zach. Like I exactly. think this is the first time in my life I have pre nut clarity because I was mm-hmm. like I was all rare and like excited. Oh, I want to watch a, a hot Christy Swanson flick tonight, and I put it in, and like I don't even get it why because this was made after Deadly Friend. But when I watched this movie, like when they first showed her, I was like, oh, she's just a kid in this movie. Like, yeah, I man. thought she was going to be more like, I mean, she is Stacy, but she's so young, Stacy, that you can't even really enjoy it. You know what How I mean? old is she when they made this movie? You know, like I read things and it was like, I guess I could just stop being a dummy and look at her birth date and figure it out. But like, I've seen people say different things. And like, I basically was reading that she was like 16. But that can't be right because that would mean because I believe unless I'm like mistaken like Deadly Friend came out like a year or two before this like she would have had to have been like 14 on that and like that's that can't be right. I would assume she would be 18 and just, just I I figure that like they would go with an 18 year old just because of the subject matter of the movie. But then I remember that fucking they took all that shit out of the movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but they're still incest babies. Yeah, it's weird that they they decided to to pull some punches, but not all of them. Yeah, so I'm figuring it out now. I'm like in a laboratory doing math. Okay. So when the movie was released, she we're calculating the exact moment it was okay to jack off the Christy Swanson. Yeah, (laughs) when the movie was released, she she would have been 18, but obviously. Obviously, they film a movie generally a year before, you know what I mean? Right, so yeah. she was probably 17. Um, let's see. Deadly Friend came out a year before. So she was probably 17 when she filmed this. She was probably 16 when she filmed Deadly Friend. But, like, it always confused me because, to me, she looked... I don't know if they were, like, they were trying to make her more attractive or what in Deadly Friend, but she looked more grown up to me in Deadly Friend. But, mm. like, this shot here where they're on the bus... Like she just what? looks like a kid to me. Like she yeah. looks like fourteen. What's what's that hat called? What's the style of that fucking? I don't know. Like I keep, you know, who I keep seeing hats like that is uh like the Southern Belle hats like that is our is our girl that we've been watching on YouTube, the one up oh, in yeah. Canada. 
Hell yes, hell yes. Yeah. I can't get enough of her videos. They're so entertaining. Yeah, I was I was gonna mention like I wonder if they had to get that hat custom fitted to to fit her fucking mongoloid fucking uh incest head or something. <laughs> well, like in order to make this episode somewhat listenable to people who aren't super familiar with the movie or the book, basically, you don't know this at this point in the movie. This all gets divulged as it goes on, but this you know the parents here, the mother and father, they were actually um well the dad was her um her uncle in the book it's like he's like her half uncle they say so they're not mm. like real but i think in the movie i think the way, the way the grandma explains it i think she just says uncle which like makes it worse so it's like they they had to like basically go off on their own because they fell in love like from their rich ass family because mm. everybody like was grossed out like this is some incest which i mean it's not like brother and sister level incest but it's pretty like scandalous and keep in mind uh, one thing I didn't know until doing all this research, Zach, is this story, uh, the book came out in the 70s, but it's supposed to take place in the 50s. So you oh. have to, like, put your mindset that this is how this, you know, that would have been a huge societal mm. scandal back then, uh, uh, an uncle and a niece. And it was really weird. Like, they talk about how the director of this movie really wanted to put it in modern day. And, like, I have no idea why. Because they're just in this old-ass house. They wear old-style old clothes. The only thing you would have had to change in this entire movie, Zach, to make in the 1950s would have been that bus that they took a ride on. You know what I mean? Pretty much, yeah. That little curly-headed fuck looks just like fucking Alex Winter. I was going to say, when they first showed him in the house, like, I don't know if his curly hair was fake or what, but when they first showed him, he looked like a Cabbage Patch doll, for real. <laughs> like, he really did. Like, here's curls are kind of, like, you know, more bushy, but they, they were so tight. Yeah. It, he, we, doesn't really, he doesn't really look like Alex Winter. I just figured no. I had to make a curly-headed <laughs> fuck joke. I, I love like, Alex Winter, though. He's a Chad. Big time Chad. I like when they meet the butler, that curly-headed kid goes, Nice to meet you, John. Like, that, that kid's totally gonna fucking die at some point in this movie. Oh yeah, but uh, definitely he definitely has the weakest of the incest genes. Yeah. So basically, what happened was the mother and father were, you know, in the movie version at least, uncle and niece. Um, so they ran off. They have these kids. So the kids are all incest kids, and they don't realize it. And in the book, what happens is. Um, and we should say this too that Wes Craven was the first person to write a script of this. They didn't end up using his script. I didn't even know that. Yeah, but uh, which would have been insane if he would have made Deadly Friend and then this back to back, both with Christy Swanson. But <laughs> it would have been insane if the fucking incest babies could invade people's dreams and shit too. That would have been awesome. <laughs> like the Dream Child or what? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. This was his original script for the Dream Child. Fucking the, the, the fucking they didn't let him use it, so he's like, I'm gonna use it for the dream child, and then they didn't let him use it there either. Exactly. So the book is so hardcore that there's like some kind of weird, like I guess they're just getting on each other's nerves up in the attic. The book is so hardcore, Zach, that the first time there's incest between the brother and sister, the brother actually rapes the sister. Yeah, and Wes Craven was like, I can't do the rape shit. Like, that's too harsh. He's like, I'll keep all the incest, but we'll have to make it consensual. Like, they fell in love. Because, like, also, too, like, I think what probably the reason the full-blown incest probably wouldn't work is in this, in this version, they're up in the attic for, like, it's it's vague, but it's more like a handful of months where they're close. In the book, they're up in the attic for close to, like, three years. Mm. So, like... In the book, it's just more like, 
Like, I don't really know how they get past that rape-type situation, but eventually, like, they do end up, the brother and sister do end up as a romantic couple, and it's supposed to be that thing because their hormones were blossoming or whatever. Fucking, and, fucking what's that called? Uh, fucking uh, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm Syndrome. She, fucking, uh, she, she, she ends up falling in love with the rapist, her own brother, fucking incest brother. <clears throat> and then, like, what I was saying before, it was I, I got V.C. Andrews pilled this week. I didn't realize there was multiple sequels to this this book and like later on uh, one of the sequels is actually about the sister is trying to choose like she's still sleeping with her brother off and on and it's like a love triangle between her brother and her husband it's pretty fucked up so I have you, to... what was the Amityville 2 part of the series I think that was like and like and no joking because Amity 2 was completely like made up at the time that they made that movie Amityville 2. If you mm-hmm. got to think about it, Zach, like at the time that was adapted, whatever. And there was like weird rumors, you know, with the original Amityville family where the guy shot his, there was weird rumors they had incest with his sister. But I think they probably were figuring like at the time, the biggest youth book at the time they made that movie was this, Flowers in the Attic. So like, I mean, we mm-hmm. don't know for sure, but like I think it probably could have influenced their decision to, you know. Yeah. Do you think there's a mirror universe where the flowers in the attic, a fucking movie series spun off as many like sequels as Amityville, like fucking flowers in the attic next generation where it's like a cursed boombox that makes you fuck your sister and shit. I don't know about that kind of thing, but again, me being this many years old when I got VC Andrews pilled is there is a cinematic universe when they did the remake and I watched the remake on TV in like 2014 they had heather graham as the mom and um yeah and that did kind of still have the incest in it much more so than this version um but i heather graham is she which who what was she in like i I always get her mixed up with another probably the biggest thing was boogie nights she was roller girl and boogie nights but she's like in license to drive like she started like teen acting she literally could have been in this movie as the sister She's the right age. Um, but, um, yeah, like, what I didn't know, though, was they made all the sequels, like, the book sequels, They like because uh, the remake with Heather Graham was made for Lifetime. So, like, they, like, that was 2014. Like, over the years, I think up to, about, like, about 2018, they were still making the sequels. And then just this past July, like, whatever, a couple months ago, Zach, they did the prequel series about the grandmother, and it was still like on on demand, and it was like a mini series, like four two hour movies. And I watched most of the first one, and like it's mm-hmm. so fucked up, Zach, because like the you know how evil the grandmother is in this, and mm-hmm. she was just as evil in the book. The uh, mini series about the grandmother, she's young, she's like, and like it starts out showing the attic like all dusty. She's like, "You think you know me because I was the woman who locked my grandchildren to starve to death in the attic." But there were many bad things that happened to me before you blame me, and this is my story. And, like, they show her, and she's, like, the biggest, like, 1920s, like, Stacy. Like, like women don't have the oh. right to vote yet, and she's fighting for women to have the right to vote. And they're like, oh, you're so progressive, like, whatever. And they're like, oh, you're so amazing. Like, men are intimidated by you. And she's like, I don't care about getting married. You know, I'm going to – she's, like, running the business with her father and, like, all that kind of shit. So they're like, oh, you're such an amazing woman. 
And then the guy who's like the old dead guy, the old dead grandpa in this movie, like he he shows up. He's all young too, and like he smacks that liberal horseshit out of him. <laughs> well, no, this is what happens: is like he's like super charming, and he's like wooing her in the old ways, and they're going on horse and carriage rides and shit. And then he gets her to marry him, and then like when he gets her to this mansion, the Foxtail or whatever the mansion is called. Uh, then he's like, then he comes down like, these are the rules. You won't leave this house. You won't do all that. So it's like, I'm only one movie into like a four movie miniseries, but like over the series, I guess she's going to turn evil or whatever. But I thought it was such horseshit. And I thought it was unbelievable that they're still making prequels about the grandma in 2022. Fucking they, they have no ideas. They don't fucking want to make any new ideas. It's all about yeah. the IP. People bring up, people uh, act like, fucking, I don't, uh, people do that thing where they're like, fucking, why even make this a uh, uh, fucking uh, Little Mermaid movie? Why not just make it a new movie about a different mermaid? It's like, because all they fucking really want you, all the, the whole money-making thing is the name Little Mermaid. That's, of course they're going to call it that. <laughs> They they will they will they would instead of making an original movie Zach they will remake Hot to Trot, uh, the Bobcat oh. Go Away Talking Horse movie and they'll call mm-hmm. it the Little Mermaid just so they have something to call Little Mermaid. Exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah. So what happened was the dad died in a car wreck and the mom's like you know they had to sell their house they sold all their belongings they were poor like for some reason the mom was just a dummy like she couldn't get a job to take care of the kids like they couldn't oh, even make idiot. it in like. A, which again, like if you would have kept this in the fifth... liberal arts degree, yeah, <laughs> liberal arts degree. But um, if you would have like uh, made this in the fifties, it would have been a little more believable that a woman couldn't support her kids, or there wouldn't have been welfare enough, or whatever. Or so if she... you made it today, <laughs> or if you made it today. So she goes crawling back to the grandma, who's like, "Okay, like I'll accept you back and your children back, but you know your children are like the incest children, and they didn't know it." And like, um, so they lock the kids first in a bedroom, all four of them. There's like two beds. We should say too, there's like the older brother. Um, and they're supposed to be teenagers, but there's like the older brother. Then there's the sister, uh, Kathy, played by Chrissy Swanson. And then there's like two little kids, a little boy and a little girl. It's like four kids have to share these two beds and like one bathroom. Like they literally just lock them in the room and they mm-hmm. don't tell them like what's going on or anything. It's very like 100, whatever, 20 days of Sodom. Like fucking yeah. put them all in a room and just fucking like torture them psychologically. No shit eating in this, but fucking there could have been. There should have been actually. Well, yeah, like it clearly uh, becomes the Lord of Flies, and then we have some weird eroticism here, where like the mom has to go before the the grandfather, her father, who's like uh, bed stricken, he's slowly dying, and like she has to disrobe in front of him, and then like the grandma whips him, and like apparently that was made up for the movie, but as much as the director said he was like cutting the incest out of this version, like I feel like he still was putting on these weird little hints in here, don't you think? Yeah, fucking. They should have shown him jacking off to this. Or getting well, I think he could, but he just was too weak. Like, they should have shown the nurse doing it for him. Exactly. Like, uh, do you even think he could get a boner at this point? Like, is it just like a fucking, like, oh, no, I just want to see her fucking demeaned. Like, he's just a fucking sadist. I think if he would have had the right doctor, like, I think in the old days before they had Viagra shit, I think there was, like, some weird shit where you could, like, do a shot, like a needle, put a needle shot into your dick to, like, make the blood flow or something. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Modern technology. 
but yeah it's like as a viewer like we're like you know this movie's a very fast moving movie it's only 91 minutes and we're about the 20 minute mark here and it's like already it's like it's very sadistic already like like in like this seems like really bad like how the kids are locked in a room and the mom comes and shows them in a second here that she's all whipped up and she tells him, you know, like the plan is basically like I gotta win back my father's love before he dies, and he'll put me. Does she ever believe this is the plan, or is is she like yeah, fucking? It seems like she's being manipulated from the beginning, right? Fucking, uh, but then she becomes just as bad towards the end. And fuck, I remember both yeah, times. She, she she was actually, yeah. Okay, this reminded me of some Matilda shit, though, where the <laughs> grandma picks the little girl up by her hair, and then the little boy bites her ankle. Like, and she kicks him. I love that when she slaps him and he hits the ground. It's so fucked up. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's the thing is, I think I was a viewer, um, Zach, we're getting manipulated and thinking the mom is like still good, and she's really just, you know, trying to, you know, get back in the family's good graces so she can inherit some money but i think i think this was like the plan from the get-go like from the fucking get-go because it's pretty early on we see the white uh shit being sprayed on the cookies um Mm -hmm. the the literally did you see that urban dictionary uh post about the the powder form i didn't yeah check your facebook messenger when you get a chance you'll see it but uh yeah like that white stuff's getting sprinkled pretty early and it's like it pretty much seems like the mom was sprinkling that shit all the way through. Fucking uh, this heinous, fucking scandalous fucking woman doing this shit to her children. I would do the same thing probably, especially if they were incest babies. But, I mean, she knew, though. The mom knew. Like, when she married her uncle, like, she can't really act outraged that her kids are incest babies. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this is the I'm best part, though, where, where, where the grandmother says, says, I'll give you, because she explains to them that they're incest babies just to be mean to them. And she said, do you remember that line she said, Zach? She says, uh, like, I'll, I'll, I'll house you, I'll feed you, but I'll never show you kindness or love. Like, she tells them that shit straight to their fucking face. She did. <laughs> I read the I read the <laughs> <laughs> Why are other people coming up with with the fucking funny things for the thing I said? I know. <laughs> you just got to learn to roll the punches, baby. I know. We we found out about uh, fucking she got the hit with the the fucking uh, what was that called? The Indiana Jones shit. A bullwhip. Fucking hell yeah! And that looked gnarly when they showed her back. And there's a groundskeeper character who barely factors into this version of the film. He was basically set up to uh, take place more in the uh, the original ending that they filmed and they scrapped. But uh, like, can you imagine if Wes Craven made this movie? He could have had Robert England as the groundskeeper, who's like lurking around. Fucking, that would have been amazing. That would have been fucking amazing. Why didn't we get that version? Wes Craven would have fucking he, he could have went all Abe Snake and fucking got all exploited. He I think I think he was just putting on a front. Like as soon as he got behind the camera, that Abe Snake persona would have kicked in. He would have put on a top hat and started fucking dancing around oh, the yeah. set. Oh my god, that would have been so cool. Well, imagine like if his filmography instead of the way it really went with Nightmare on Elm Street, Deadly Friend, and Serpent in the Rainbow. If instead of Serpent in the Rainbow, he would have came and did this movie. And he would have totally would have combined the cast 
of exactly. uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, a Deadly Friend. So, like, you could have had, like, instead of, like, this guy, it could have been Christy Swanson and the guy from Deadly Friend. And then, uh, yeah, like, uh, the drunk mom could have played the evil grandma from Nightmare on Elm Street. And oh, then, so good. I know. And yeah. then you then you could have had Heather Langenkamp as, like, the young, the, the incest mom. Like, it would have been a fucking banging-ass 80s cast. It would have been. Do you remember how fucking Angel of the Fireworks Woman ends Abe Snake's magnum opus? Fucking his his porno movie. Do you remember how that movie ends? It's amazing. Is, isn't she naked on the beach and then like everybody gangbangs her or something? Okay, it, it's something like that. But basically, story wise, basically, uh, did, did it end with them like fucking uh, the two people finding out that like they were related and then like fucking basically come to the conclusion that fucking God is just basically a re it's just a thing we tell each other to stop us from fucking our siblings. And then they just, and then it basically just shows Abe snake, like fucking do a twirl. And then he like smokes a joint and looks at the camera and then it just ends. Yeah. But like, is is that the one where he's wearing the top hat or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, It's like, what was he telling us? What was that boy West telling us? And, And again, like, I mean, they don't do nudity, but like they totally show her in her bra here. Which is weird because exactly. she is underage. You, you would have think they would have found like a girl that just turned eighteen, so that way you can. Because um, I know the 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 actor guy who plays the brother. He said like they could barely film the scenes with the little kids because like the laws was they could only film for a couple of days. But like, what was the deal with a sixteen year old like Christy? Could you still make her film fifteen hour days or whatever? Like that's pretty fucked up. I don't know, fucking. You know what, uh, when I think of Christy Swanson, you know what the first image I think of fucking comes to my mind is the fucking, the the little scene she had in Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wasn't her name Christy Boner in that? It was. Yeah. That was P. Christy Swanson. I'm saying it. She got, she got fucking, she was the best looking in her fucking 30s or whatever it was. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, it's it's hard to judge here because she's like a kid. I mean, obviously, she's beautiful or whatever, but like, you know, she's a kid. Like, but um, oh, here here it is with the white powder getting sprinkled on the cookies, but we don't see who it is. Like, it always would make sense if it was the butler doing it, but it's not him. He's just taking him to the room. I but, choose to believe it's that bald fuck from that Victor Salva movie Powder. He's just fucking spread. It's basically his his own white skin flaking off. He's just it's like he's rubbing his dandruff over the food. Yeah, that's pretty nice. <laughs> that's no, disgusting. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to think when was Pete Christie Swanson and like for me personally, when I was like like I think I probably got like the a crush on her. Um, when uh, I saw her in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but then a couple years after that, that movie The Chase with Charlie Sheen, oh my god! Like, like they mm-hmm. intentionally film her like so beautiful with the lighting and everything. But she like, yeah, I think she still looks amazing now in her fifties. To be honest with you, but um, oh, hell yeah, I know a lot of people don't like her because uh, she talks about politics, and uh, I don't really think about that when I enjoy Christy Swanson films. I'm not thinking mm-hmm. about political opponents and policies and foreign aid and whatever you know what I mean? <laughs> like, exactly exactly fucking big stage you see this fucker's hairy ass arms this little boy like i, I, <laughs> I forgot to tell you he, he's like a munchy chi puppet like I just noticed he's that. so furry he has more fur on his arms than he does on his fucking head he does 
Fucking, I bet that kid already has like fucking massive chest hair already. I, I thought it was funny too how like like they're all like grabbing handfuls of this food to go up in the attic with it instead of just grabbing the plate that the food was already on. Because <laughs> where you, go, you can't eat all that at once. You can't eat all that at once. Like you have to lay it down on some dusty ass uh, table or something up there. They're dumb incest babies. They didn't even think of that. That is a part of their that fuck. They don't have that part of the IQ. Yeah, you got bred out. But at 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 this point, got bred out. (laughs) At this point in the in the the thing, like the movie, like you know this is fucked up, but like you don't, you don't like I don't know, like like it it just still hasn't reached its worst point, obviously. So it's like they're discovering the attic, and like the mom was like, "Oh, I'm gonna tell you a secret. When I was a little girl, I used to play up there." And she's like, "You should go up there and make it your wonderland." But when you go up here, man, this is, like, more dilapidated than fucking Freddy Krueger's house. Like, how do you have, like, a full staff of maids and groundskeeper and shit and have literally, like, 18-foot cobwebs hanging from the ceiling in your own house? Exactly. What do you think the mom's doing all this time? Do you think she's, like, fucking just hanging out? Like, uh, Or do you think she actually is, like, getting whipped in front of the dad? Maybe she really just gets off on that, too. Maybe that, like, that's not just fucking for show that's like i was gonna do that anyway i have to say i think the whipping is the throw you off like they kind of just wrote it in to make you think the mom is doing whatever but but like it's supposed to be like the whole point was in the story in the book is that she's getting boned out by all these rich guys looking for a new husband to take care of her (sighs) which does it end up happening too but they kind of just throw you off the stank because like if she was really like whatever being like a good mom even in the beginning because he because like they they write it in the the movie that like the mom starts coming less and less and they're like mom where are you we haven't seen but like even from the beginning the mom isn't even coming like every day you know what i mean it's like why wouldn't you 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 have nothing else to do exactly fucking i would be coming all the time i was thinking too like uh how like so Okay, so in the prequel, she's like fucking like all feminist and shit. Yeah. Fucking, she went woke, but then she meets <laughs> she, this guy. She's super woke. She meets this guy, and mm-hmm. he turns her into a conservative who's like fucking like the yeah. Bible and shit. And then like fucking, so uh, I always wondered like how do is the does the Bible say incest is wrong? But fucking, aren't we all like fucking supposed to be incest babies from the Adam and Eve? Thing? I mean, if we really started from two people, we technically are all incest babies. Like, like even if you have like a Chinese man having a baby with an African woman, it's still incest if you believe fucking, the Bible. Exactly, fucking incest, you guys. Yeah. That's fucking that's sad. That's sexy shit. I think uh, I think we should just wear it. If the shoe fits, shut the fuck up and walk it off. Did, didn't Kiss make an album in the, like the early '80s called Incestuous or something like that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it's the one where they were walking around after they took off the makeup. They were walking around with the uh, the the they had like leopard print pants, but they were all like pink and shit. It was all whack. What if what if we all just like we we decide like we're gonna embrace incest? Like no no fucking future kid is gonna be not incest. Fucking. Uh... I think it's too late though, because like what do we have like nine billion people on this planet now? Like even if somebody directly started like fucking their own sister like today, it's like the genes are already still so varied that they wouldn't come out. Like in the old days when the gene pool was smaller, like yeah, like if you 
had sex with a sibling and had a baby that would have two heads but now it probably really wouldn't because there are gene pool we've mixed so many races and dna like there's probably like there are probably some kids birth, born built birth defects but i bet like probably 80 percent of kids would still be born normal we should try to fucking breed fucking intergalactic looking fucking people and just like yeah keep it going do like see how far we can push fucking uh uh, I, I remember hearing that it's like some weird thing too where it like skips generations yeah, so like yeah. you can you can have like fucking crazy uh, incest baby with 18 skulls or something and then like mm-hmm. it can fuck its sister and uh, end up yeah. with just a normal baby that's fucking that's crazy like we need the Twilight Zone episode where we thought the whole time that it was just a normal person but it was like Fucking, they were the incest babies all the time, and the fucking the, the baby they give birth to was normal. Fucking, that would have been the twist. Maybe that's why they wanted Wes, Wes Craven to do this movie because he had already done Hills Have Eyes, where they were fucking their their mothers and sisters, and yeah. uh, like everybody when they say incest, they th- they say um, like fucking your sister. Like, what if you go reverse? What if you have, what what if your mom's young enough she can still have babies? What if you give a baby with your mom? That would be fucking crazy. Like, I want to see turn? that movie. I want to see that. I mean, they pretty much got it playing like every night, all day of the week on uh, Pornhub. But exactly, I want to exactly. see a drama, like a Oscar caliber drama directed by. I want to see. I want to see what goes on after those commies get fucking put in, mommy. You know what I mean? Which, by the way, by the yeah, which by the way is that Jeez. like you notice this scene? The little girls making paper flowers. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. they do not emphasize this at all. Like, at all in the movie. But those are the fucking flowers in the attic. I, I just put that together. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. And, like, I the thought re- it was playing on the whole fucking rose fucking thing. Like, fucking, mm-hmm. is this like, are they, they talk about the vagina? They talk about the vagina? Like, I thought they were going there with Is it that like an old timey thing you would call a vagina or rose or something? Fucking, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I might be mixing it up with the uh, fucking an episode of King of the Hill. That's how she learned about the birds and the bees. Fucking, she read a book about flowers or something. Fucking. uh... So at at this point, like pretty much the younger kids are like, "Where the fuck is mom? Like, what's going on? This is so bullshit." And then like the older brother, he's still sticking up for the mom. He's like a mama's boy. Chad. And it's funny too because the the actor here, I mean, he looks very similar now. I mean, obviously he's got shorter hair. He don't have this floppy kid hair. Uh, He's grown up now, but um. Look at that ass shot. Yeah, yeah. This is where like the beginnings of the incest happens. Like where he uh, he comes in and he's seeing his sister in the tub. He wanted to foreshadow by showing a close up of his ass and those Wranglers, fucking yeah. tight shot of the ass, and then he steps forward and reveals a naked Christy Swanson, who was only sixteen when they filmed this. So it's fucking weird. But that doesn't that doesn't really happen. He just scrubs her back for like a minute. They imply incest is going to happen, or we, we get ready, or, or everything's all fucking hell yeah, and then it doesn't fucking happen. They 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 ridded us of that fucking great uh, part of the, the book. It's literature. Why why would you take that out? Well, what happened too? Because um, this there was a little more to it. They said that they they tried to do like a PG level of incest, and uh, they did it actually film a couple scenes where. Um, 
They just, want they want you they want you to have to take your parents to to see the fucking movie. <laughs> <by incest. laughs> well, no, this is what happened. Like they, they filmed a, a couple of kisses, but it was like very like you know tame or whatever, just kisses. And they and they left it in the movie when they did the test screening. Um, like the people hated it. Like they were grossed out by it. So they're like, oh, we got to cut it out of the movie anyway. It's so You're gross. Supposed to be. But the thing that's, yeah, the thing that's weird about a test audience, a test audience is just like random fuckers that come off the street and you give them a little card to fill out at the end. Like, did you like the movie or whatever? Like I've done it a bunch of times, but, um, but, but the people who would actually be going to see the movie would be the people who read the book and that's what happened. So when the movie came out, I love this movie. I think this movie is like a great creepy horror movie. But the people who were fans of the book hated the movie because they're like, how could you leave out like the the most important part of the book? And I'm like, like, I'm kind of like, whatever. Like, I think this movie, there's enough meat on the bone. You can adapt it into a cool horror movie. Like, you definitely can't do all the sequels and shit that are based around continued incest, obviously. But like, I don't think the director really did a bad uh, move or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's what happened. The studio was like, "Oh, this is so," because the studio was very squeamish about it anyway. They just they like like we were saying with the properties, they wanted to make flowers and movies. Movie studios are so fucking stupid. Yeah, they are. They like, pay money we, to make. We, a we pay money to make an incest book, but they don't. and they don't want to put it in there. <laughs> Amazing. But no, uh, but I don't know. Like it's just. And also, too, like the actor was saying at the time they shot the movie, he was like 24 and uh, she was like 16 or 17. So, like, there really wasn't any chemistry be- between them anyway. So, like, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, this is where the grandma punished her. This is a cool slow motion shot, too, though. Where Look she, at this. she knocks yeah. over the ballerina statue and breaks it as a punishment because uh, she walked in and saw the two older kids sleeping in a bed together. And then, like, it was totally innocent. It was actually just because the little kids fell asleep in the other bed together. So, like, they're like, whatever, we'll just go to sleep. But the grandma, like, she's already, like, fuck this shit. There's incest going on. See, this is actually fucking, uh, it, it's actually alluding to the Bible itself. Just like, fuck it, like, she put them in there, fucking incest babies knowing they're going through puberty, knowing they're going to basically fucking eventually start fucking, like, exploring this this fucking weird shit. Fucking, yeah. And then acts surprised when they're laying in yeah. bed together. And then fucking just breaks that fucking thing that her dad gave her. And she goes, no, in slow motion. Oh, it no. took, I don't see how the fuck she didn't just pick that up and stab her in the fucking neck with the shard <laughs> of glass. It, the whole movie would have ended. They could have left <laughs> after that. Well, if it was me, I think after about three days in that room. So she's stupid. <laughs> I don't know if it's that they're stupid as much as that you know they they believe because it's because here's the thing is like what the mom was telling them like oh we're gonna be rich it's like it's that thing like if you were like like you know I'm I'm assuming the the boy is supposed to be about sixteen if you were a sixteen year old boy. And they're like, oh, you just got to wait like a couple months in this ad, in this dirty ass attic, and then we'll be millionaires. Like, wouldn't you? Like, I would do that shit now. I would go live in somebody's attic for like a year straight, like drinking my own piss to survive if I thought I was going to get millions of dollars afterwards. Exactly. It wouldn't be that hard. No. Exactly. So, this, this is their first escape attempt, and it's basically. Uh, the attic there's a window but it has bars on it but they're pretty spaced out so they only have to saw through one of the bars to kind of bend it open to fit through and pretty much the plan is like the older kids uh christy swanson and her brother are gonna like go down this rope 
and then run to get help to like tell somebody or whatever that like hey we're we're trapped up in this attic we need somebody to come help us this is like the scene from a uh, Halloween four where they're on the in, uh, on the attic that's exactly what I thought of and it was filmed kind of the same way because like um like the, the, all the scenes with the actual like mansion were filmed and I think it was around Boston they said but this was actually they went to uh, I think it was Echo Park in LA and they just all they built was this um this just like this little piece that you see here and like they climbed down they were only like maybe like 10 feet off the ground in real life or whatever but it, it works it looks really good they have a lot of smoke and fog and shit why didn't they have sex on top of the house <laughs> well they, they they we don't know when the uh the incest was supposed to happen in the original cut because they cut it out they could have they could have like just did it right before that he tried to climb down they could have just finished doing it that's what gives him the strength yeah. well she well that's what gives him the motivation to come back if he does escape her pussy that incest pussy it's like fucking spinach she's like Popeye <laughs> but instead he's trying to climb down and then these attack dogs come and uh yeah which the attack dogs were not in the book it is another invention of the movie but it, it works it makes it more nightmarish do you um, think the attack dogs were incest dogs I, you, I know you meant that as a joke but here's the thing zach yeah, i they, think dogs are incest. i think i think they are if if you, if you want a purebred dog which these are these are um what are they called the are these dobermans or what are they yeah yeah, yeah. Oh my God. like in order to get them pure but yeah i actually had an incest dog oh yeah we 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 got a dog that was purebred uh shetland sheep dog and um had the papers it was from this mother and this father but like they're they're all inbred to some degree in order to keep them purebred and she ended up uh having a tumor problem we had to have multiple surgeries have tumors removed from her back eventually she died mm. from a tumor eventually grew on her leg when she was older i mean she she made it to like 12 or something like that but still i technically did have an incest dog is it fucking uh, does in making them incest dogs make them more prone to shit like that but it's just like we're gonna we're gonna yeah. fucking we're gonna do it anyway because we just want the pure blood, bro. Because like I want to say she got her first tumor like like real young, like around two or something, and we had to take her to a vet, be like, oh, does she have cancer, and like the vet's like, well, no, she's she's purebred, so it's like the the bloodline is inbred, so it like literally she had the birth defects. Fuck. I know. Why so, why we do that? Why we do that? I don't know. But um, it's just people want to uh, they want to have fancy dogs. If you want to have drop. a real healthy dog, you gotta get like two different breeds and make a mutt. Drop the fucking purity test with your fucking yeah. your your incest bullshit. <laughs> That's really all it is. All these fucking these these purity tests. It's yeah. just really you want to fuck your sister. That's basically. all it is. Are you talking about mm -hmm. like the DNA test or like what? What is it? Fucking just. All these people, they just want to fuck single people out. They just want to fuck their sister. Really? That's all it is? Yeah. You actually met some people like that one time. Exactly. People yeah. that want to fuck their sister. I, I, feel like you, I feel like you told that story so many times, though. I, I feel like I don't even want... Even though this would be the only episode we would ever bring that up and exactly. tell that story. Fuck. I feel like you've repeated it so many times on various fuck. shows that I don't want to make you. 
I'm, I'm going to do it and I'm going to fucking, I'm going to make your show the exclusive where I reveal his name. I drop his docs. <laughs> I drop you give his, his current address. <laughs> no, basically growing up, I had this, I had a childhood friend who was just a fucking, he was, he was out there, man. He did a lot of weird shit. I don't know if he did it in the name of comedy. I kind of hope he did because he's a comedic fucking genius. Like he jacked off a dog in front of me. Oh my god! <laughs> he he he. Uh, one time we went to the video store. He went into the bathroom, laid on the ground with his pants around his ankles, and just jacked off up at the ceiling. Hmm. Fucking didn't leave the door. <laughs> he left the door unlocked. Oh my god! And the, the girl, the high school girl that was fucking uh, working that day, just accidentally walked in on. <laughs> She's like. Oh, I'm sorry. And just walked out. He comes out. He's like, he's all fucking covering. So he's like, where dude. was he at doing this again? That was family video. Family video. He like just did it in the aisleway where the movies were or whatever. He was in the bathroom. Oh, he in told the bathroom. Me he's, okay. He's like, we got to get out of here. I fucking, I left the door unlocked. She walked in and saw him. We got to get out of here. And fucking amazing. But anyway, he, he basically, I, I was hanging out with him. We, I want to say we just went uh, like mushroom hunting or something. It's something you do in the Midwest. Yeah. Not, they're not magic mushrooms or anything. Fuck yeah, it. Just something to do, some stupid thing to go look for. Exactly. Fucking. And then we were sitting in the back of his dad's pickup truck. And fucking. Long story short, he, he had sex with his sister in front of me. <laughs> like out of nowhere, it just happened. It just happened. It just fucking. It, and at, at one point. It was like one of those, like one of those things, like fucking. You wanna, you wanna join in too? I was like, no. <laughs> I was so, I was, my mind was blown. I, was I mean, I'm like, assuming what? you're, you're like really young when this happened. Could you imagine that being stuck in your head for the rest of your life of how you lost your virginity? It was an incest three way. Oh my god. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never had anybody like there was, there was this kid I was friends with. I knew him from school, and like I, like I was in like school with him for years like probably like three years and um i mean he seemed like normal or whatever and then like eventually like we started like hanging out and like he lived a little ways away from me but like my mom would drive me over to his house or he would like i think he would just walk like the three miles of my house sometimes but anyway like when i started hanging out with them like one-on-one outside of school like he started doing weird shit and it was just like just weird shit to like make people uncomfortable like he would basically like just out of nowhere pull down his pants and like just kind of like shake his dick or do whatever and i remember doing it like because he had like three older sisters like we were probably like 10 11 and he had like three older sisters and they're all like about two years above us and like the the youngest one that was like two years older than us um the uh like i kind of had a crush on her and she was real nice to me and I remember being over at his house, and I was like, his sister was like, oh, this is cool, you know, I get, like, he was there too, obviously, but, like, we get to hang out with his sister a little bit, and then he just, like, he stood up on the couch and pulled down his pants, and, like, sh- like, like, I don't even know how, to, like, almost, like, strumming a guitar with his hand, he strummed his dick in front of his sister, and she was like, oh, my God, she's like, put your pants up, and, like, she walked out, and I was, like, so pissed. And then, like, I, like, I was just, he like... He cock-walked you with his literal dick. He did, and, like, um... I remember, like I said, that, that might have been the same time I stayed over on on his on uh, over his house. I spent the night like one time, 
And I remember, like, he it was kind of, like, upstairs. It was almost like a ragman situation from Trick or Treat. Like, they actually did have, like, a bedroom up in the attic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, we were sleeping up there. And, uh, I don't even think it was really, like, anybody's bedroom. It was just, like, a TV room or whatever. We were sleeping up there. And I guess his dad was, like, real traumatized from being in the Vietnam War. I mean, you got to understand, this, this was probably only about 15 years after Vietnam ended. Mm-hmm. And his dad came home drunk. And, like, I don't know if, like, the mom locked him out or if he was just was so drunk he couldn't, like, like get in the house. But he was, like, pounding on, like, the front door for, like, hours. Like, probably, like, an hour and a half. And I remember, like, me and him and, like, one of his sisters was in the room. And we were, like, shh, shh. Like, be quiet, be quiet. And he just, like, it was, like, the scariest thing. I never stayed over his house ever again. Fucking what? That the crazy shit we need to make a movie of, yeah. about our fucking childhood exploits mine's gonna have more incest than yours is yeah so. i don't have really much incest to tell about but exactly <laughs> brother shaking brother dick in sister's face that's, that's, <laughs> I, I that's as close as you got i know i took a walk on the wild side i yeah. did i didn't partake thankfully well, you're younger than me, so it's like I feel like every like each generation gets more depraved and more perverted. So that's probably why you were exposed to more. You know what's really fucked up too yeah. is as a kid. Yeah. As a kid, I remember after it happened, I was kind of bummed out that I didn't say yes. Oh. <laughs> because it was that weird fucking anxiety about what if I never have, what if I don't have sex before other people, what, what before my I, friends yeah. do. What if I die a virgin? Yeah. I'm so fucking glad I said no to that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I gotta say, like, most early sexual experiences, like, not just, like, the first time, but usually, like, the second, the third time, like, it's always awkward, no matter what the situation is. I could imagine that that would be, like, the most terrible awkward. Mm-hmm. So this is the closest we come to incest in this thing. Like, she was in the... Christy was taking a bath, and the brother was just talking to her through the door, but he was kind of getting an extra look there. Did you see that? He was. And he was so distracted by what he was seeing that um, the grandma came in the room up behind him, snuck up behind him. And, and she's like, oh, you filthy pervert, look at your sister. And then finally he's just like, yeah, well, so what? We're locked in this tiny room. We're going to see each other naked. Shut the fuck up, you dummy. And, like, he basically shouts, like, the, like he stands up for himself for the first time because he's pissed. And he shouts the grandma out of the room. But that backfires big time, doesn't it? Fucking stupid incest idiot could have just fucking uh, choked her out right there and ran out the door. But he's an incest kid again, so he didn't even think about that. Fucking, uh, yeah, basically there's going to be retaliation. Yeah. Retaliation. Pretty much she just stops bringing food for like, it seems like it's weeks, but like later in the dialogue they say it was like a week. And like in that week, all four kids just like wither away and they become like pale vampires and they start getting skinny. Exactly, they start sucking each other's blood. <laughs> they do. I was going to bring that up to you when it came out. I thought that was a very, very odd uh, Why did he do that? Why did he feed him his blood? Well, the, he's like, he like claims to be like the brother. He's like, yeah, I want to be a doctor. So he's just reading these medical books. And for some reason, like, I guess he thought that was the only way to get nutrition to the kid or whatever. But Is it's just, that it's a really thing? weird. I've never heard I've of never that. heard. If anything, you think it would make you sick, you're swallowing somebody yeah. else's blood. Because, uh-huh. I mean, like, because I used to get nosebleeds all the time as a kid, and they would last forever, and it'd be hard to stop them. If, like, just a little bit of blood went down my throat, it ended up making me nauseous, you know? You may just sitting mm-hmm. there suckling on your brother's fucking wrist, trying to get some. Exactly. Fucking. What if <laughs> it probably would have been healthier if he just would have drank his piss. 
Exactly. Exactly. Fucking. Yeah, uh, there's a part of me that wants to read the book just to see how yeah, fucking weird it so. is. Yeah, I, I, I would like. I, I want to see all those. Uh, I don't know if I can get it through this eight-hour prequel of the grandma. It's kind of bullshit, but I do want to see all those made-for-lifetime sequels and shit. I want to see how weird this fucking story ends up getting. Exactly. Uh, we do need the fucking uh, next generation spinoffs, though. Oh, okay. We're like haunted shit in the attic here fucking rubs <laughs> off on you makes you want to fuck your siblings i would actually i would actually watch every single one of those yeah like uh I, like you know how they like a lot of people go oh the amityville friend like they don't understand like a lot of the like you can just put the name amityville on anything it's not trademark you know what i mean yeah like you can't you can't do like the amityville horror part eight but you can do the amityville so like that's why all those fake sequels are like amity six it's about time or what the fuck they're called like you 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 could do like what either flower or something or you could do something in the attic you could you could just do incest in the attic fucking in the attic so yeah, so like they were looking for the the younger brother. He went to sleep upstairs for some reason. He actually wanted to sleep next to his pet rat. Is actually what it was, but uh, the grandma sneaks into the room and locks all the kids in the attic, and she like pretty much does some like BDSM with Christy Swanson here, slaps her, and then holds her down with a giant scissors and cuts her uh, cuts her hair off real bad. Pretty much makes her. Makes, As like, we all know, they did that just because they didn't want us literally. Uh, fucking uh, thinking that this incest brother and sister movie had a totally hot fucking sister. That, yeah. Like oh, like they didn't want us to say the whole fucking like I don't blame them shit. Like we we had to sympathize. Like yeah. they didn't want that. We yeah. they didn't want the sympathy. We want like they want us to fucking think this guy is not only fucking disgusting for fucking a sister, but fucking a sister with a stupid ass haircut. Well, they they pro- it probably was a theater owner's requested that this be written in it because they didn't want to be you know they were trying to like tone down the 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 sexiness of the movie because like imagine if they if Christy Swanson had her long flowing beautiful golden hair the whole movie like how many like times a day they would have to go into the theaters with mops and buckets to get it all up off the floor. Exactly. I didn't even think of that. That's a perfect idea. You 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 were right. I mean, it's bad enough you got to get all those jujubes and uh, spilled sodas and popcorns off the sticky floor. Like those floors would have become so sticky, people would have like permanently been getting stuck in there, and they would have to like leave their shoes behind stuck to the floor. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird how she's supposed to have less hair, but for some reason it looks like fucking? Yeah. I don't. Like, like they just stuffed a, all of her hair underneath a wig or something. It, really weird. Because that's what they did. But, yeah. but, for uh, some reason, it seems like you could tell. For some yeah. reason. I don't know if you actually can or if it's just because I know that. It's really I weird. think it's like not that bad, really. But it is noticeable. But but also, too, like the brother comes and trims it up. And like once he trims it up, it ends up looking a little bit better after that. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah. like yeah, like here, here they show the the grandmother and then the mom and the grandfather having dinner. He doesn't really seem like he's like that dying at this point in the movie. Exactly. In the book, they he actually wasn't in a wheelchair. He was just fucking sliming like a slug on <laughs> on his big fucking on his came trail because he's just cut like he's just fucking caming perpetually, fucking exactly. getting his uh daughter uh and niece. Uh, whipped in front of him 
That's just all he's doing all day is just fucking gaming. He's like that big slug in in the David Lynch version of Dune that just floats around <laughs> in, in, a, in a tank of his own liquid. Exactly. I know you still, you still, you, I know you still haven't seen it, Zach. But um, like when you go see like the whatever the Denis Villeneuve twenty twenty one version of Dune, they're like, oh, this is the Emperor of the Universe. He's whatever. When you see the David Lynch version, instead of some guy, it's a giant slug floating in a in a, a giant tank of cane, cloudy white cane. Uh, that they wheel around and they take him around the universe and he like talks to people it's awesome fucking hell yeah yeah so this is the part where like they're not eating you think it's just because they're not eating but like they're turning all pale and shit like vampires but uh, the little boy is getting the sickest he's like the youngest and the smallest i guess like he's getting the sickest and they think it's just because he hasn't eaten or something but uh, yeah, that's where the brother heats up the razor blade and slides up. It's like it starts getting some real Nosferatu shit here. This is very Martin. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this is just such a weird thing. I wonder. It almost makes you think they did, the director watched Martin and just thought that's a cool movie. Yeah. Let's just let's just put a scene in the movie where he he decides he's gonna cut his wrist. The fact that he heats up the the razor blade first. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's sterilize like, it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what was weird was when he's doing this because he's putting the belt around his arm to get the blood flowing. Um, I thought he was like going to like get a plastic tube out like a straw. I thought he was going to give the kid a blood transfusion. I didn't yeah. think he, I didn't think the kid was really going to just drink his blood from his arm like that. How would you even? I, I get he's a stupid incest kid, but like fucking, I don't. It seems like it'd be kind of hard to convince a kid to suck your blood. Like, kids are usually scared of that shit, well, I the, Yeah, the kid does it, like, uh, no problem. He just starts suckling, like, it's a milk tea. You didn't even question I'm going to look it. this part up. Drinking Fucking... blood, see if it's in the book, because this is too weird. Maybe the, the person that wrote the script was also an incest baby. Uh, okay, this is, this is a... Um... This is an article from the website Vulture about the remake. It says, no rape, no penis measuring. I guess there was penis measuring in the book. Behind the five big ways Lifetime Flowers and Addicts deviated from the book. Do you think he measured his little brother's dick in the, in the book? Like, I, I, I don't even want to, I don't even want to uh, guess. Why does he measure, penis measure? Have you ever measured your penis? Oh, we yeah. Yeah, of course. Um... Yeah, the, the of course, I mean they're judging the remake, not this movie, but the remake from the book, and they're saying in the book he did drink the blood. The kid did drink the blood. Fucking stupid kid. And it's saying also in the book he's constantly measuring his penis, and he has to explain it to his sister. Well, he has to like fucking no, it fucking like it, it gets like two inches bigger if fucking what I'm having like fucking yeah, like you gotta you gotta pull on it a little bit like fucking don't say it's small. Don't say it's, like, the same size as my little brother's. Like, fucking... I can't imagine, like... Why is he measuring his dick multiple times? Like, I get measuring it once. Like, do you just keep forgetting? What's the point? Well, it's, it's the director of the remake says, We had to even it out a little bit. When you try to dramatize someone measuring their penis and someone walking in on it, it could wind up being a little bit silly. 
he he's just like fucking my dick is like seven inches fucking hard man it's seven fucking inches that makes me came every time i see that my dick next to the seven mark i, I gotta do it multiple times i gotta see it, the seven right next to my dick right as i come or something i don't know yeah. it, it is it is weird but like n- now we're at the part of the the story where he figured out just how to like he can't unlock the door of the room in there but he figured out how to take the door off the hinges so they could escape so like this is a big part of the book they do it a couple times in this movie but in the book they do it like quite often and it's like um like supposedly in the book the way the rape happens according to this article i was just looking at is the sister sees the mom's boyfriend sleeping in the house and like she kisses him and then the brother gets jealous and rapes her so that's how the rape happened in the book but Again, okay. like it's never that's never made it into the, any of the film versions, this or the remake. I mean, you know, I don't I, I don't want to call out VC. I don't want to call out VC Andrews considering the lady sold over forty million books, but uh, her dramatic logic is pretty strange. If, is she basically just that generation's like fucking uh, like uh, who's that chick that wrote Twilight? Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Meyer. I wouldn't say Stephanie Meyer. I would say she's the E.L. James, the one who wrote the Fifty Shades of Grey. Because that, which which is like a step below that, isn't it? Oh, it's like eight steps below it. Like I went, <laughs> I went to the theater to see the first Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Have you ever seen it? I've never seen that. Huh? Okay, it's it's about this rich guy, right? He, he finds like a, a you know like a, a nice looking but like you know regular conservative girl working in a hardware store and like he basically pays her to come and he gives her a contract saying that like he can anally rape her anytime that he wants to and, and like oh, she man. has to like like there's actually like scenes of her doing paperwork saying she can get anally raped and it's like is it rape if you consent i don't get it i guess not really but that's like the game they play because like he ties her up and whips her and does all this shit but then it's like the thing of like this is like this is the kind of weird shit he needed to do with every other girl just to get a boner and get off but he actually loves her so then he's actually able to start having regular sex with her oh heartwarming yeah I don't know what happened in the other two movies they made I never saw them but (laughs) maybe maybe I should Exactly. They're probably great films. I probably should uh, order the 4K box set. Probably. Yeah. Uh, there's no way you want. There's no way that shit can't be good. Criterion, have they put it out yet? Uh, no, I think I think you just have to go through the regular studio. I don't think I don't think they're quite old enough for Criterion to go like look backwards and do their serious film retrospective of it. He looks like fucking uh, Vincent Price there. He does. So we should say, like, and this was a this was one of my favorite scenes of the movie, like making this feel like not just a horror movie, but really like you know like a kids horror movie or a teens horror movie, is they escape from the room and like they're looking around the house. I think they're really just looking for food more than anything. But like they find the grandfather and they see him and like he wakes up and like it seems he like he wakes got to... up and violently fucks both of them. <laughs> he doesn't have this. He tries to. But he doesn't have the strength. He um, he just kind of grabs Christy Swans and starts screaming. I think he has like dementia or something, so he don't even know who the. He actually technically doesn't even know they exist because that was the thing: is the grandmother never told him 
that you know they had grandchildren because it was an abomination that they were all incest babies and stuff so like to him he don't even know who the fuck that is who's like hovering over his bed in the middle of the night fucking uh, he doesn't even know they exist he might uh, have like wanted to have sex with him if he knew because he's like fucking he gets <laughs> off on this shit i don't but but i don't know like the way they present it is like he's the guy with like the serious like moral values or whatever so that I don't think he would want to have so, Okay, see this closet that the like for some reason you don't know why the butler steps out of the closet. <laughs> it's actually really it's like a linen closet because it has that door that has like the vents in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's supposed to be an elevator, and that's that's pretty much the end that they cut out was uh they they escape from the room and the evil groundskeeper shows up and he like he fights the older brother and then like the elevator was out of commission. So it's just like an empty elevator shaft, and he throws the brother throws the groundskeeper guy down the elevator shaft, and like he you know he breaks his neck or whatever the fuck happens. So that, that like, like that that's why like for no reason they just had the fucking butler walk out of a closet. They were like he can't, we can't have the incest baby brother kill. Uh, fucking, uh, we need the audience to be on his side. We need the audience to be on his side. We can't have him kill the butler. Yeah. We need to sympathize. Well, also, well, also too. Well, he he killed the groundskeeper, and in the original ending, it's actually the butler who finally lets them free because the grandma keep starts running at them with a knife, and the butler stops the grandma and says, "Let them go," and the kids like run out of the house. So, Jesus, how is this movie already almost over? <laughs> I know we we've, we've barely long. talked forty minutes about incest, and it's almost already over. That's what I'm saying. It's a quick movie. There's so much incest jokes I'm fucking forgetting that I w- wanted to say, and they're not coming to mind now. Like, if Chrissy Swanson was your sister, like, be honest, you're fucking her, right? I mean, I don't have a sister, so, like, I don't know how you, like, gauge how hard that... Like, I know everybody goes, well, of course not, she's my sister, so, like, I can't really relate to what a sister is, but, like... <laughs> Definitely, if she was like a cousin or something, of course. At least a second cousin. Yeah. I mean, I think even first doesn't really matter. Probably, probably. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they were like more my distance cousins. I don't really even know how you quantify it. They're like my third, fourth, fifth, whatever cousins, because like there was really no blood relation. But like, exactly. yeah, like like I would have crushes on like my older cousins, you know. Fucking wet. We all did. We all did. And we knew it was wrong. We knew it was wrong. I don't think we knew it was wrong. It was like, in my mm. case, because they were older, I just think... We knew did. everybody said it was wrong. You just knew it wasn't going to happen, really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... I'm trying to make it even more fun. Like, no matter how much you dreamed, Zach, like, no matter how many coins you threw into wishing wells, or mm. how many birthdays you blew the candles out, um... It just, it was never going to happen. It's like that meme where it fucking, it show it's basically people take that, uh, uh, Fallout 3, uh, thing where it fucking, like, whenever you're trying to attack an enemy, sometimes it'll have a little thing that'll show a percentage and it'll say, like, your chance to hit, and it'll yeah. say, you have no chance to hit. Like, so people, <laughs> like, if people will post that, you have no chance to hit. <laughs> you have no chance to hit. As if like fucking, like you see a pretty girl. It's just like you see that meme. It's just like, yep, true, probably. What what I want to know is like the weird thing of like those people that find out that their like sisters or whoever are like 
porn stars or whatever and like they accidentally come across their shit like what what happens to those people like do you look out of curiosity or do you just like because i mean once you even glance at it like that shit's not leaving your mind you know what i mean exactly and do you do you like secretly hope that they do incest fetish porn so that you can well, I don't, yeah. I mean, if if they're just doing any porn, that's pretty much where all porn is. Now. Porn <laughs> is all either incest porn or like fake cuck porn. Like, why, why has that become like the biggest? I don't thing? know. I don't know. Like, I mean, I get why it's a thing. Obviously, like, there's a million fucking things. See the little girl cut the fl- the paper flower down. That was a flower in the attic. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like I don't I don't get why like that's all the industry is. You know what I mean? I don't know. Fucking. <laughs> that is weird. what it, what does it say about us that we're just like fucking oh, oh yeah <laughs> i want to watch that <laughs> well like every time I, I mean i'm sure there's other t- things you can look up but the most common one it's always the mom the stepmom whatever videos mm. and like i think that shit more than anything i think even more than the sexual thing i think it's just everybody wants to like go back to like being a little kid again you know what i mean exactly because especially those ones where it's all the the hurt me big mommy ones where like it's like the tall women who pick them up and body slam them and have sex with them and all that shit. It's like <laughs> my cousin sent me a video of uh, this big chick. She picks this guy up like he's a fucking doll and just like yeah, amazing, amazing. It's like I want to be handled like that. But like wanna... like you see that and you're like, what a missed opportunity that every week of the She Hulk show isn't just that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Fucking girl, that's girl boss, I say. Oh, big time. That's uh, that's uh, controlling your own destiny, having agency right there. What if fucking being woke means that we all get to fucking like have a girl boss chick that'll fucking pick yeah. us up, like seven foot tall. Exactly, and just fucking suck, <laughs> just like suck our wiener while we lay there in the air. Did yeah. I send you that picture? I think so. I think so. It's yeah. amazing. I She's basically picking him up, and he's just like fucking laying there. I I can't even explain it. It defies logic. It's one of the greatest things, though. But you know what? Like that's not even like the like the giant whatever like lady or whatever like the tall lady. Like that's really not even that weird for me and you because like we're both pretty tall. I mean, exactly. I'm six foot. You're over. You're what six three something like I'm, that. I'm I'm seven. Uh, seven feet tall. Actually. So you're seven feet. T- How are you not playing in the NBA? <laughs> Fucking that. Uh, they they keep asking me. I'm just like fuck that, man. I'm I'm gonna do communism instead. Communism. So yeah, the scene there was the mom finally showed up after like not like showing up for a long time, and I kind of like and she showed up and she had attitude and she's like oh like she's all happy she's like i won back the love of my father he's putting me in the will blah, blah. and the kids are like this is bullshit we're dying up here like she was starving us to death and you know the little boy Corey almost died or whatever he's all sick and is like, it really do you, do you think that's a satisfying kind of revelation when you find that out about the mom or do you think that's just like huh i kind of wish it would have went a little there, there's something about me that is just like fucking, she seems to like, like she's super sinister, but like fucking, in a way, like something about it just seems so off to me. I don't know. I can't. Explain I think it. it's just the way the movie presents it, because it tries to save it as a big shocking surprise that she's the one. Which, which I get. I mean, I, we should like you know the whole crux of this. There's only 20 minutes left. The whole point is, is they whenever they give them any type of food for dessert, they give them these sugar cookies. 
Well, the mm-hmm. the sugar like is actually arsenic. It, well, it has arsenic in it, and just tiny amounts they they mix it in with the brand, whatever powder sugar. So it's slowly killing them, but they don't realize it because it's just little by little. Why are they slowly killing them? Why keep them? Or or is it just like you're thinking about it too much? This is written by Stephanie Meyer. Um, VC Andrews. <laughs> exactly, VCR. I think it's just the th- I, it, the no the the reason it's little by little is um because if you put like a ton of it on there and like you just gave them bowls full of it they would taste it. Mm. So you have to well, slowly. They're not gonna eat anything else. They're fucking. Uh... They're incest babies. They're, 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 they're probably <laughs> I, question I think you're. Here. I think you're playing like way too much blame on the children who had like no like they didn't Fuck until them. they they're stupid until Fuck they got them. locked in this mansion. They didn't even know they was an incest baby. It fucking, th- this is what they deserved. Fucking, I, I'm on team mom. No, not me. You gotta have sympathy because <laughs> like the the mom had a choice. The kids never did. Exactly. Exactly. But. This isn't even based on a true story, right? We're just no, yeah, it's a fictional story. Yeah. Exactly. So we can make fun of all we want. Fuck. Them. Oh, yeah, you can do whatever you want. But um, I'm glad this curly head little shit dies here. Oh, I'm not. It's very sad. Exactly. He does. He fucking reminds me of a uh, of a little kid, fucking Bill from Bill and Ted. He does. This is just a couple years before we see him show up in Bill and Ted too, where he's at the birthday party with the grandma and shit. Because they told the mom he was sick, and she just blew it off. And, like, he's finally at the point where he's, like, pretty much dying. Like, I mean, you don't know he's dying. You just think he's real sick. So they're like, he has to go to the hospital. He's like, And, like, they should know better because it's like the mom comes in and sees him. They're like, okay, we'll get a car, and we'll we'll take him to the whatever. We'll take him to the doctor, and we'll pull him around the front and take him to the doctor. But it's just like if your brother's sick, and they're just going to keep you locked in this room, and, like, they're just making him disappear and telling you, oh, yeah, he's getting better. He's going to the doctor. Like, you should fucking know by then. You know what I mean? Exactly. I love the, I love this fucking uh, punch. Yeah. Like, the, like Slap. Christy Swanson is mad at her saying, like, he's your son. You're just, you, you just ignore him. He's sick here and everything. And, the, and, like, you could, like, I think the mom kind of showed her hand there when she just slapped Christy Swanson. Like, the mom's, like, not taking any more shit from these kids anymore. Like, the mom, like, even though we don't know it exactly, because they kind of save it for a reveal that the mom was the one actually physically doing the poisoning. Obviously, the grandma's, like, in on it or whatever. But, um, but yeah, like, like the mom is just, she, mom's pretty much at this point, like, just, I need you fuckers to die so I can move on with my life. Exactly. It's her fault. She's fucking poisoning them slow. Fucking idiot. Yeah. She's an incest baby, too. Which, like, the original ending when, like, the butler helped the kids escape or, like, whatever. Like, I didn't buy that either because, like, this butler, he's so cold. Like, he he, he can obviously tell this kid is dying and he don't give a shit. Exactly. Because he sucks. Yeah. I feel like we got a little bit, like, the uh, waylaid here with all this incest talk. But, like, this generally was, like, a creepy movie to me when I was watching it the other day. Yeah, I don't know. I did like uh, I I don't I don't think I saw this until probably four or five years ago, and I was really shocked that there was no incest. <laughs> I was really shocked by that. I was like, "Fucking, they did. They took it out. They took out the the fucking the the craziest part about." The, I was the too story. because it was always known as the incest movie. Yeah. 
and and uh, and then I watched the remake, which did have the incest in it, although it didn't have the rape in it. it still had the incest in it. So like, and then when I went back to the OG version here, like I I was like I made it all the way through the movie. I was like, what? There's no incest, but it didn't ruin it for like. If anything, I think it makes the movie actually work better dramatically because you can actually take it a little more serious than if they were incesting it up the whole time. But also too, it's like. If you're doing an adaptation, again, like, I don't know how believable the incest is, even in the long version of the story, like the book where they're up in the attic for three years or whatever. But I really don't buy that within six months. You're going to be fucking your own sister, honestly. The way this movie had it. So, yeah, yeah. The, the mom comes in and says the little boy had pneumonia. The doctors did all they could. And I'm just like... Because they showed the groundskeeper guy burying the, the, the grave for him. And they just show one grave at first, and now it's gonna like cut back here in a second. Yeah, like this is this, see, like this is great filmmaking. Like you see him digging one grave, and the camera pans over. This motherfucker dug four graves, so like he's in on it. And it's like, well, okay, I could see burying the kid if he just died of natural causes. But when you're burying, when you're fucking burying, or, or I should say, digging up four graves for four kids, like. Are you sure he didn't just cut up the little kid into four pieces because he's just a piece of shit? Yeah, I don't think the kid was a deadite. I don't think he needed to chop him up. Not just a fucking piece of shit of a kid. Like fucking, he doesn't deserve to be intact. I don't think that was the the intent that was going on. But here, <laughs> but here, the the pet rat. They realized he died because they were feeding him the cookies that had the sugar on. It. Like when they had cheese or whatever they could give him, they gave him that. But they finally ran out of food. They had to give him the cookie with the powder on it. Mm. And that's when that's when. Uh, the big brain on Brett over here figures out that, uh, you know, they've been poisoning us the whole time. We just didn't realize it. Exactly. Uh, why not just eat the rat at this point? Like, fucking, you're hungry. It's dead. Fucking, uh, go for it. Well, you know, the thing that's fucked up, though, is, I mean, they're not hurting for food. They're giving them food again because they want to keep giving them the cookies that kill them. But mm -hmm. if somehow they would have known or figured out, like they could, like all the other food was fine. They could have just been eating and being healthy this whole time. Their brother would be alive if they just would have known that the cookies weren't poisoned. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or they were poisoned, I should say. Exactly. Yeah, he's going through the medical book now and realizing the symptoms because they they don't really like overly go through it and everything. But like they with the kid, they just like talk about the stomach pains and they've all been sick. And, like, they don't really, like, I guess because they're not as sick as the kid was. But, um, yeah, like, they've all had the stomach pains and shit. They just thought it was all stress or getting sick, being in the attic altogether. Mm -hmm. And he even says, like, they wouldn't have found the poison in the autopsy or whatever. I love the makeup on them. They're sick. Uh, makeup. The, what, are they supposed to be, like, what, what is that, like, fucking anemic or something? Like, yeah. That's, that's what it looks well, like. I think they're pale because they kind of like they were very vampiric when they were starving and then they got food again and they start looking a little health like start looking kind of normal again. But now, now I think they're kind of pale again because they're probably just not eating any of the food that they're given. I mean, they don't show that, but that's what I kind of deduce from it. Mm. The, like they're, they're all weak and shit like their the little brother just died. This is like the perfect time to just fucking uh, have sex. Like, let's let's do some incest now. Fucking, this is a perfect time to bring the incest into the story. Well, I guarantee you that's probably what happened in the book. They probably just were like, oh, this is too stressful. I need a blowjob or whatever. 
Exactly. I just need the cane. But it's, it's pretty nasty, though, because, like, I mean, obviously, you know, this being a movie, they have, like, older actors, but, like, I think the characters are supposed to be even younger in the, like, the book. I mean, it's... That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to take a book seriously, or, you know, a story seriously mm. that has that kind of, you know, thing going on. Very, uh, just fucking, uh, uh, paperback fucking trite. Yeah. Probably that's probably what they people thought about it. I don't know. Like fucking, was it kind of known by kids as being like fucking this like Sleazy. old man? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the yeah. reputation it had. But I think the parents didn't really catch on because it was always called like a young, you know, what, what do they call those young adult teen novels, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, young adult or whatever. Yeah, but um, it was funny though the 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 writer VC Andrews like. It literally is like I needed to listen to the commentary tracks and they point out there's like a maid that you see inside the house wiping a window. That was her. That was her big acting break. Like she wanted mm-hmm. to. But, but like they had to like prop her up because she was like she was in a wheelchair. I forget exactly what happened to her, but she had an illness when she was young. Pretty much kept her in a wheelchair. And uh, by the time they made this movie version, she she had been suffering many years of breast cancer. So she actually passed away. Uh, she got to film her little cameo, obviously, but she passed away before they finished the movie. Yeah, here's the big reveal. You see, because he kept doing these like insert shots of the of the the white powder coming on the cookies, but like you didn't realize it. Like now they do like the big like they pu- actually pull the camera back from that same shot, and they realize it's been the mom who's been poisoning the cookies the whole time. It wasn't that fucking Victor Salva motherfucker after all. Oh man! It was the mom, yeah. It was the mom. The whole. It wasn't the butler. It was the mom. It wasn't even the grandma. Like, cause like I feel like, don't you think? Like, even when they figure out the poison, like, don't you think? Kind of like you're thinking in your mind that it was the grandma poisoning them. Yeah, like she just seems like the total piece of shit. Yeah. But it's like, no, the mom's a piece of shit. Everybody's a piece of shit. The kids are pieces of shit. Fuck it. I want everybody to die here. Yeah, and then he he beats the grandma up with the with the table leg. He could have done that so much long longer ago. Yeah, his brother would be alive if he just would have. It's all his fault. Raised up, but I I like the way the movie plays out. Like now they're fighting for their lives. It's very primal. It's very Lord of the Flies esque. Imagine if he uh, after the the brother died, he picked up the brother and swung the brother's body to kill. The <laughs> like he swung, like he held onto his feet and swung them where his like the little baby skull was smashing them in the face and shit. Exactly, that would be a fucked up ending. We gotta make that movie. Oh, you never know. We could, especially with these streaming services, you could you could readapt because they lifetime yeah. sucked the bone dry. It's time to restart the franchise. Go exactly. back to the beginning. Fucking for a lifetime to fund your movies, just fucking make every man a piece of shit yeah. in the movie. And again, this is where like the time is hazy because like they don't really let you know like how long it was when they saw the the grandfather grandfather like that time they were sneaking around the house. But now they go into his room and they realize that he uh, he's already died. Which again, this is where the original ending they shot. Like in the book, he does die. And it's the same as like kind of the movie, like they didn't realize it. But in the original ending of the the movie, Zach, um, the grandfather was still alive at this point. He was at the wedding, and he was the one who like told the mom like leave them alone, let them go. Like why'd you do this to you? So like in the original, 
Yeah, like in the original version of the movie, they were trying to actually make the grandfather like a good character, which I thought was very bizarre because obviously that's not the way the book goes. In the book, he just dies, you know. Exactly. So yeah, fucking, you started cutting out there. I think the fucking uh, the Illuminati is trying to the stop him. No, I was exactly. just saying like the if you when you watch the the, the deleted scene or the alternate, I, 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 ending, I, yeah, I got I got what you said, baby. I yeah, got what you said. it was but just yeah. like that thing. I uh, fucking uh, that could have just been the they they could have ended it that way too. Like he could have fucking once he found out he had the kids. Yeah, once the grandkids, he could have been like, "What the fuck?" And like, it'd be awesome if like the grandpa would like put everybody in jail, because everybody mm-hmm. was in on it. The groundskeeper, the butler, like they all knew what's going on. If he really woke up and like, if he was like the good guy that they were all swindling, maybe they were poisoning him. You never fucking know, you know. Did they shoot that ending, or was it like changed before? They did shoot it because on the on the Blu-ray you can watch it, and it's just like a real crappy VHS copy. But oh, he's yeah. like in a wheelchair, and like he, like the mom's like, oh, you're, because like, like it's really weird, because like it's like they reshot the ending, but they they like reshot half of it exactly the same, and then changed the other half. So like when the kids come in to ruin the mom's wedding, um, well, I guess we should say for people not li- listening along or not familiar with the movie is like basically the movie ends is the mom's getting married to the, the, just this random guy. This is what <laughs> she's been doing the whole time is getting, uh, you know, this this handsome guy with a big mullet. So the kids show up and like you know they're like the the dirty kids all skeletal looking and malnourished coming out to ruin the big fancy rich people wedding. I kind of have a new appreciation for like the, 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 that's really funny that that's what she was doing the whole time. The whole time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's that big of a piece of shit. She, she is. Show, she'd be doing this and then go up and so like, oh guys, I miss you so much. I'm doing everything. I can. Like what? The, that's some savage shit. It was funny too, cause like they did that short scene earlier where like he was the guy who's marrying her was like trying to have sex with her the night before, and she's like, "No, you have to wait till tomorrow." And I was like, "Was she doing that just to hide all the scars on her back from when she got whipped or what?" It was weird. Yeah. But yeah, like in the original version, basically like the same thing happened. Like the kids walk out, and um, and so like they had killed they had killed in the original version they had killed the groundskeeper guy and that threw him down the elevator shaft, and then they come down here. And then the mom starts going crazy, and she's like, "Oh, you, who, you know, you're ruining my wedding." And then like the grandpa, he was like in the wheelchair, and he grabs the mom, and she, or the yeah, the mom, and he's like, "Leave him alone, like it's you know whatever," like like, and he's like shocked because like, he didn't even know these kids existed, but they play it like he's a good guy, you know. And then basically they try to leave, and then the grandma comes running at them with a knife because in the original version they didn't like beat up the grandma with that table leg like they did in this. And then basically the butler grabs the grandma and like he throws her into like the elevator shaft and like like they're on the ground floor so she doesn't get hurt but he just locks her in so she's like banging to get out and then the kids walk out like they use the same shot at the end. But like the test audience or whatever said it was shitty so they did this ending which like I like this ending better because the other one was like really weird and like slasher movie-esque like it didn't really fit the rest of the slow moving movie. But this gets real ridiculous here like when the mom dies in this version. Like, it doesn't even really make sense how she dies. Fucking, uh, well, as she's falling, Chrissy Swan, Chrissy Swan, as she comes up, she's like, fucking, yeah, fuck, fuck you, mom. And, like, she falls over the balcony. As she's falling, we don't see it, but she quickly ties the rope around her neck. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm saying it doesn't make sense. So, like, basically, Christy Swanson says, like, we're your kids, and you locked us in, and you murdered your son, you're poisoning us. 
And like he's, she's, they're having like this slap fight. Christy Swanson and the mom are having this weird, goofy slap fight where she's trying to get the mom to eat the cookie. And the mom like falls over the railing and it's like a little garden, probably like 10, 12 feet below. But the mom's like wedding dress like gets caught like on the trellis and it mm-hmm. hangs her. But I'm like, well, what part of your wedding dress is wrapped around your throat like that? Like they don't even really show yeah. her neck or how she got like. You know what that was? That was typical Hollywood like pussy like shit yeah. like fuck oh we don't we want them to get revenge but we don't want them to kill like we want people to sympathize it's like i can yeah. sympathize with them they they got tortured because of the mom like let yeah. them fucking well, exactly. that would have been they said that's why they put like this shot here at the end of them walking out was always the same and um but um the uh yeah like it made no sense like it like they said like oh we wanted the mom to die and and the point is in the books the 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 mom lives and I guess we should say that that ending that they reshot they shot it without the director they basically fired him and they brought in a new guy to direct that one scene but uh, the whole point I guess of the sequel of the books is that the mom is like well she's still alive in the books but like pretty much from that point on it's grown ups then the kids try to get revenge on the mom so that's what the sequels were about from what I understand. And like the director was saying, if you kill the mom off, but the studio was saying, well, we got to kill the mom because the 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 audience has to go home happy. Like you can't let the bad person win, kind of thing. And but the director was saying, well, like well, don't you want to do a sequel? Like it makes no fucking sense, you know. And then like they did, like Christy Swanson says they did send her a script for the sequel like two years later, but then they just never ended up making it, so it just didn't matter. But they said in the sequel they were going to go like the, at least the script she got, she said they were going to go with the incest and everything so there was still money to be made with the incest they felt like exactly incest is huge these days i think fucking uh studio should be jumping on the incest movies oh yeah for sure i'm surprised they're not actually <laughs> i'm actually surprised <laughs> like some algorithm hasn't let them like clued them into that fact that that shit's really huge it, well you know how like they used to like make like all the porkies and all that shit and it was just like excuse to show boobies like there's got to be some like movie director or producer somewhere that like just looks at like Pornhub and he's like damn like there's all these stepmom videos we got to make a stepmom movie you know basically we're just going to remake American Pie all from the point of view of Stifler exactly. or, uh, or the kid that has sex with Stifler's mom whatever but getting back to the movie, I'm with you. Like, if the, if you're going to kill the mom, which is not the way the book goes, you're going to do it just to make the movie more pleasing to the audience, whatever. Um, go full force. Like, have, like, the wedding cake there and the knife next to the wedding cake. And, like, they pick up the knife and, they like, the kids all take turns stabbing her or something. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. But I thought it was a good ending. I mean, it, it is kind of weird that, like, the mom, you know falls and gets hung in that weird accident but i do like the the final shot of the kids walking away from the mansion and then the voiceover comes back which is not christy swans it's like a grown woman you know like she's doing the voiceover telling the past mm-hmm. but um uh she she says you know like we escaped and we took care of each other and the little girl the she, she said you know she survived but she was never she was never really healthy from that point on and like so like they kind of play it as like they did get sick and like their internal organs and shit. I'm sure it got permanently fucked up from eating all that arsenic for all those months. I want to see like a sequel where they fucking they survive. They all start a cult and just become fucking incest cult and fucking. Yeah. We we need to see that shit. That'd be good. 
you know what's weird is like i know you're saying that as a like a joke in a way but in a weird way like don't you think because like by the way like even though this book was like oh like oh it's the biggest 40 million so like the movie really didn't make that much money i think it barely made any profit but um you're probably right in a weird way like in a commercial way like just the interest and the the controversy would probably get more people interested in that there's something fucking really fun about watching fucked up shit like yeah. as soon as we got the internet it, is, it really is like clerks too where it's like fucking mm-hmm. why would you not want to fucking watch like a donkey show like why, why would right. you not want to watch crazy shit that's like what that exists fucking click like we we want to we want to watch fucking brothers and sisters having sex that's so funny <laughs> I mean, do we want to watch it? I mean, you keep saying over and over we do, and like, I mean, I don't know, like, 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 I think they should just go ahead and make the movie, and then let the people decide. Exactly. Well, they go. Well, you know, they will. Yeah. Like the people, the people that are gonna get really mad about it are gonna go watch it just to fucking bitch about it. That's just how we work now. Exactly. The um, the the the, the at least the porn people, Pornhub people have spoken so far. All the videos they keep uploading. So. Mm-hmm exactly but you know how how we say like we're like we're always bad about realizing the anniversaries we're always doing movies on their like their 25th 30th anniversary we don't realize it like talk Mm -hmm. about like a weird thing zach this is the i I, this was totally by accident this is the third movie in a row that we've covered (laughs) on the movie graveyard that's from 1987 so all these movies are Mm -hmm. having uh, their 35th anniversary that is fucking crazy. What are three, the odds? Three movies. I'm like, should we just continue it in the rest of the year, find more 1987 movies? I don't know. It's weird. I think it's uh, this is a sign from God that me and you should start an incest cult. But in what, but I mean, how, how would that... <laughs> how would the 35th anniversary of movies, like, how could we capitalize that? Because, I mean, in order to get a cult, we got to get people following us. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. We'll, we'll come up with that. We'll come up with it. All the good shit comes in time, baby. First, yeah. it starts with the idea first. Yeah. And catches on like wildfire. So yeah. yeah. So 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 I mean, if you watch the movie by itself and not with our commentary, I think it actually is a pretty chilling, you know, horror movie. And like, it, it actually kind of affected me more than like a lot of like the actual bloody horror movies I watch, just because. To me, I think what's scary about this movie is just the whole concept of a woman in order to move on with her life, or, you know, a widowed woman to move on with her life is willing to, uh, you know, poison yeah. her children one by one and let them die off like roaches. For this to fuck with you, you it would really help if you watch it as a kid. Yeah. That's whenever the idea of your parents, yeah. like, fucking, like, doing something to hurt you would really Not being trustworthy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember, like, uh, for me, the movie that did that was fucking Troll Two. Really? <laughs> I watched Troll Two when I was a kid. I was so young that that fucking just that concept. I didn't notice any of the bad acting. Just like the idea of your parents fucking fucking you over like that really fucked with me. Like uh, your parents are like fucking uh, uh, dishonest, and they're fucking they're out to get you. <laughs> that really fucked with me. What was the story of Troll 2? That the the kids or the parents were like in a cult and like they were letting the trolls come or whatever? 
Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Basically, it mostly came from that fucking that scene where he's like dreaming. He wakes yeah. up and they're fucking. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. And they're just like fucking. <laughs> fuck. They don't seem to care. And then they just turn into the trolls. And it's like fucking. That fucked with me. I was just like, yeah. shit. You know, <laughs> it's just some people wearing Walmart masks. It's amazing. Yeah, because that one was really though. But but you know what's weird? It's hard to believe. Um, and I don't even think Troll 2 was actually an official sequel to Troll, but, like, mm-hmm. like I'm actually old enough, like, I remember Troll when it came out, and it was a big deal, it was in Fangoria beforehand, I remember taking the Fangoria to school and showing my friends, and they were excited about Troll and everything, and, like, my dad took me to see Troll, I was like, I'm waiting months to see the first Troll movie and everything. Sonny fucking Bono, bro. Yeah, it, it's, it's, like, I haven't seen it in a long, time but it's 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 such a weird like almost unintentionally campy movie but mm-hmm. it, at the same time it still has like actual budget to it like with the creature effects with like the little suit that the troll wears or whatever you remember what the main character's day not the little girl but her brother you remember what his name was no harry potter are you serious <laughs> harry potter i don't i'm pretty sure it was before the original oh harry it's potter way before and, dude yeah. way before because I was like a grown-up when the first Harry Potter book came out, and I was like a young kid when Troll came out in the theaters. Exactly, exactly. Fucking, she ripped it off from uh, one great, uh, what was his name, uh, fucking John Carl Beekler. Yeah, Beekler. And I remember that was a big t- deal, too, in the um, the Fangoria. I mean, Fangoria was pretty much the only magazine I read as a kid. You gotta understand. Yeah, you're right. Harry Potter Jr., Harry Potter Sr. Michael Moriarty <laughs> played Harry. Wouldn't it have been a donk if they would have got the actor who played Harry Potter and Troll to do like a cameo in the Harry Potter movies? That would have just fucking made the entire world worth it. I know. Like, if that would have happened, like, you don't realize, like, fucking, it would have ended. Like, we couldn't go anywhere after that. It's technically a good thing it didn't happen. Could you imagine if people could fuck with their kids and show them this and say, oh, this is the original Harry Potter movie. <laughs> you people can do that. Yeah, like they made it in the 80s. Because like, the little troll guy, he almost looks like those troll banker people that they had in the, the real Harry Potter movie. We can't do that. We could just say fucking like, yeah. uh, like uh, what's her name? Fucking J.K. Rowling. She doesn't exist. This is Harry Potter. Yeah, this it is the real by, Harry Potter. It's written by John Carl Beagler. Wouldn't that be fucked up if like you only let your kids watch Troll and then, like, you took him to, like, Universal Studios to see, like, the Harry Potter shit. And, like, you're just like, Where's, what's all this shit? Like, I don't remember this in the movie. Exactly. You just have to tell them that the fucking all the all the other kids are fucking, they they, they got a fake version. That fuck yeah. bullshit version. You got the real version. <laughs> you got the real version. What, 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 a, what a life I have lived, Zach, that I saw not only Troll, but Ghoulies, the first Ghoulies in a movie theater. <laughs> Can you imagine people fucking put their shoes on and drove to the theater and said, like, I, especially Ghoulies, I remember very vividly. It was only a few times my dad took me to the theater on a weekend when it was crowded and we're seeing Ghoulies on a Friday or Saturday night and it was just like packed with teenagers. There was, there was probably, like, I'm not shitting you, there was probably a good 150 people there to see fucking Ghoulies. Really? Yeah. Like I'm, and like when you watch Ghoulies, it's like the cheapest fucking movie. Like how it does is, this yeah. even get in a movie theater? Yeah. <laughs> were people fucking pissed off when they were watching the theater? Or no, like... it was all teenage kids. It was like yeah. it was kind of a rowdy crowd, to be honest with you. 
It's fucking. It's 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 mind bending how fucking much better Ghoulies Two is than the original. Yeah. People like, talk about Godfather Two and like all these <laughs> other fucking Ghoulies twos. Too. Like Ghoulies Two, like they they set the bar so well with the first Ghoulies. Like there's no yeah. way Ghoulies Two wouldn't be better. The 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 only thing I and and again again because of that poster I was sitting there I don't know how old I have to look up what year Ghoulies came out but I mean I was under ten years old I was probably seven or eight years old and I was sitting in that theater with my dad the whole time and and I just, you're just waiting waiting for that fucker to come out of the toilet like because that was on the poster you know what I'm talking about and it was in the trailer too and like that's just like, could you imagine? This? I don't know how long Ghoulies is. Probably like a ninety-three minute movie or something. You may just sit there for ninety minutes waiting for the guy to come out of the toilet. A hand Good puppet, way. no less. A hand <laughs> puppet come out of the toilet. Shit, demon. Yeah, like I'm sure I probably sound grumpy on this uh, this podcast all the time, talking about how great old movies were and how new movies suck. But that's the mm. thing: is kids today will never get taken by their parents to a movie theater to see a, a, a hand puppet coming out of the toilet. <laughs> Nowadays they do that shit with CGI. Yeah. It look it look terrible. Yeah, it would. It would. It'd probably even be a CGI toilet too. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I just I, I just remember like the most memorable thing from going to see Ghoulies was it was such a rowdy teenage crowd. And it was like the kind of theater, I don't know if you ever had theaters, this is obviously way before stadium seating, Zach, where like like when you walked in like the aisleway you walked down was actually in the middle and then there was two rows of seats like to the left and right of you and like they would go right up against the wall i remember there was a guy the entire movie was not sitting in a seat he was like i think he had like his knees kind of propped up on the seat and he had his back up against like the side of the wall so he was kind of like half standing half sitting for the entire duration of ghoulies and I was like, that looks so uncomfortable. Like, how is he doing that the whole time? It was weird. King. Yeah. I wonder where that guy is now. Fucking probably listening to this episode talking about, <laughs> I knew somebody. He's that guy that. knew. If you were the guy with your knees propped up on the seat, leaning up against the wall at uh, Covedale Cinema in 1985 or whenever the fuck Ghoulies came out. Um, Ghoulies had to come out as a Gremlins ripoff, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because I think Gremlins came out like '84 and Ghoulies came out like '85. Let me check real quick. Hollywood yeah, loves Ghoulies to do is that 85, shit. Yeah. Fucking Good. one one thing comes out of some sock puppets, it makes a lot of money. Let's make more sock puppet movies. Yeah, more. And and you know you know the way we'll we'll make the the money like bigger, we'll make a better profit. Is in, in the ripoff one, we'll spend like one tenth of the budget that we did that mm -hmm. they did for Gremlins on the actual Gremlins. And all we gotta do is reference the fucking the other movie on the poster yeah. or something. We'll just say, fucking, oh, it's like this movie meets this movie, and people will just fucking associate it. They'll be like, fucking, I'm going to see it. It's exactly. genius, really. It is. Maybe. So yeah, this movie was a little bit on the short side, so we had to give you some bonus talk at the end. Um, I'm so. surprised by how fucking short that movie was. That it was is so really. Short. I mean, I mean, technically, is what 91 minutes. I mean, that is feature length. I mean, it's not... it was the original cut was three hours long. They removed all the incest. So exactly. Like it was so much fucking. You imagine better. if you got a whole extra 90 minutes of just that. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. I I highly recommend it. 
Yeah, I, it's definitely worth it. Like, fucking, the thing is, too, is it's like, fucking, I, I do wish I saw it as a kid. It would have yeah. fucked with me so much more than, like, fucking waiting for, like, this thing you've always heard about. And it's like, fucking, yeah. oh, it didn't even have the thing I always heard about. That's really weird. But, yeah, it is. It's like, yeah, it's a fucking interesting story. Fucking uh, crazy-ass evil mom and shit. Fucking evil dad slash fucking uncle. Yeah. Like, this is, yeah, this is some fucking, uh... It's crazy shit. Fuck. Somebody should remake the movie and and take the uh, the approach of like. Remember, you have you ever watched Tromeo and Juliet? Yeah, I have seen it a long, long mm-hmm. time ago. Fuck, I actually love that movie. Fucking James Gunn, Troma movie, Lloyd Kaufman uh, produced. Fucking at the end of the movie, it's revealed that Tromeo and Juliet are brother and sister. And no, by that point, they're already in love, so they're just like, fuck it. And then it cuts to, like, five years later, and it, <laughs> it shows them, like, having, like, babies, and it's like, fuck, they've got, like, two kids that, like, both have, like, fucking crazy faces sticking out of the side of their faces, and it's like, fuck it. They need to remake this movie and just make it, like, fucking very dramatic, And but everybody, all the characters in the movie have, like, fucking eight fingers and shit, like, just weird. Just cross-pollinate it with uh, Tromeo and Julia. I was going to say, the the one thing I forgot to mention was uh, Christopher Young, the composer, did the music for um, Flowers in the Attic. In the same year, he also did the score for Hellraiser, and like I think that was another thing that made this movie seem creepy and haunting to me was his music. It's very, like he based it on the the kind of the sound from the uh, music box that little like ting ting ting. Like that's always creepy music to play. Mm-hmm. Um, like like when I rewatched uh, Child's Play recently for her time in a while, like at the end credits, like the music was like ting ting ting. Like whenever you do that, like little music box, little piano type uh, music is in these horror movies is always very haunting for some reason. Especially when they add like the children uh, singing. Yeah, the children choir. Like I know Child's Play was like it was like oh no no. It's always had that kids choir. Yeah, it's creepy. Amityville horror, fucking creepy yeah. shit. Yeah, that one. You know, I, I I know I said this before in the podcast, but I do not understand why so many people shit on that Amityville horror. Like that, it sucks. Like even when I watch it now as an adult, like I've seen it several times since I got the Blu-ray, and like it it works for me. Like it it, it creeped me out a lot as a kid. Obviously, I first saw it on TV when I was probably six or seven years old. But even now, like, it just, I don't know, like, like kind of like Flowers in the Attic, like, sometimes when you don't go as, like, over the top of the horror, like, it makes it seem more real in a weird way. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I like the first Amityville horror. I fucking, yeah. I, I like the second one as mm-hmm. well. Fuck, I always thought the second movie needed, it needs a re-edit. Like, they need to yeah. re-edit fucking, and tell it out of order, like, fucking, like, uh, uh, where it's cutting through basically it needs to fucking be paced so that like he kills his family towards the end of the movie and then like fucking he goes and has the final like fucking the way it happens where you get to the middle of the movie and he fucking does all that shit and then like it becomes a yeah. courtroom drama yeah. it's like fuck they needed, they needed to make that fuck like make some of the courtroom scenes happen like earlier and fucking like flash forward kind of and jump back. back and forth yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah i know what and, you mean I guess, like, the first one, uh, I guess I could just say, like, the pacing on it, it's a little slow, but, like, yeah. if you're in the right mood, it fucking, uh, it yeah. works good, I think. You know, like, like I know what you mean, like, uh, I mean, because, I mean, duh, it is an older movie, so it has that older movie, slower pace, but the, mm-hmm. 
even even with that working for it it's still like there's so many scenes in that house like it always it always creeps me out in the, the first amityville horror like how dirty the walls are of the house and like they're just like living in it like it's no big deal you know what i mean like it's just i don't mm-hmm. know like you see so much of the house in the first one and it just gives that creepy atmosphere or whatever but mm-hmm. yeah so that's it so i want to thank our viewers or our listeners i should say they're not viewing shit i mean they're probably viewing this movie looking for the incest that isn't there because we hyped it up so much but Mm -hmm. um but yeah i want to thank you for listening to us talk about flowers in the attic and i want to thank you zach because this is my pick so you had to go out on a limb and i know it was disappointing because you know you thought you was in for all this hot heavy (laughs) action but i wanted incest you fucking told me this was an incest movie and then you don't even have this. See, I it's, I, I've been working on my fucking letterbox movies to watch with your family. Fucking okay. basically movies with incest in it. And fucking uh, one of the first movies you think of, Flowers in the Attic. That's one of the first things you think of mm-hmm. to put in there. And you technically can't. Yeah. Well, you, guess, you, what you could do is you could do a nice uh, double feature of Flowers in the Attic and then Taboo. And then, like, when Flowers in the Attic is over, that's when you send all the kids in the house to bed. And then the adults, they watch Taboo. Fucking, I still need to watch that. Yeah. You never know. That that could be a nice Christmas Day follow-up to last year's Orgasmo episode. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Fucking, uh, they need to re-put that out on uh, DVD or Blu-ray, so that I can buy it and give it to the whole family for Christmas. Taboo? Did it go out of print? Fucking, they just need to reprint it. Yeah. So, uh, make it more highly available so I can get it at Walmart and get <laughs> okay. fucking copies to give to the whole family. Yeah. I remember whenever fucking uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night was reprinted and mm-hmm. it became easy to buy that, I uh, fucking got it for the whole family because I used to fucking, every time fucking Christmas would come around, people would come over, I'd always put in either Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 or 2 mm-hmm. and fucking... And I had to fucking give a gift to everybody. The gift that keeps on giving. I'm really weird with the Silent Night, Deadly Nights. Is I don't really like to. And, I don't either. It's terrible. And and I genuinely like all the other ones, especially the one that's about the guy who makes the toys. I like, <laughs> I like that one. I want that I like, one on, on Blu-ray so bad. Like you don't even know. It's been a while since I've seen that one. It's really bizarre, man. And the thing mm. is, is like uh, the mom in it is a total Stacy, like total. Is it Mickey Rourke's or Mickey Rooney's character's name Joe Petto? It is because he's because it's, it's like a horror. For people who don't know, a spoiler on what is it? Silent Deadly Night Five: The Toy Maker is the name of it. Toy Maker. It's yeah. it's literally a horror uh, movie version of uh, Pinocchio. Joe Petto. Oh, yeah, Joe Petto. <laughs> you think people who are fans of Joe of Joe Petto from the Pinocchio series call themselves Joe Petto files? Probably. I I did I did read in an article that um he's gonna have to stop it now that he starred in the new Disney remake of Pinocchio, but for years when he would check into hotels, Tom Hanks as an alias would check in as Joe Petto. Fucking Tom Hanks. Yeah. Joe Petto. Tom Hanks Pizza. should play Joe Petto in the remake since he already did the, like the legitimate Pinocchio version. He should do the horror movie version one. Do you do you think him being in Pinocchio as Geppetto confirmed the Pizzagate conspiracy to a lot of people? Pretty much. Did you did you hear what Tom Hanks said in that interview this week? 
I didn't. They, he said he's made, uh, like, they were saying, like, oh, you've made 82 feature films. And he said, yeah, and about four of them were pretty good. <laughs> Genius. Do you think do you think the four that were pretty good were the last four he's made in the last two years for Apple TV Plus? You think those are the ones he was talking about? Fucking, well, we could probably all guess which one is he talking yeah. about. Big, yeah, Big, Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Got to be Philadelphia because he got nominated for Academy Award for that. I can't remember if he won or not. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Yeah, that's probably all of them right there. Yeah, I don't think he was talking about Larry Crown, but I don't think he was talking about the one where he slept in the airport for two years or whatever it was. Oh yeah, the one where you fucking made friends with the beach ball. Yeah, the best the best one was uh, Bachelor Party though. You ever see Bachelor Party, babe? Long time ago. Yeah, the whole plot revolves them around trying to sneak a donkey into a swanky upscale hotel so they can do a donkey like, show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yes. That's the best plot for a movie right there. Yeah. They did it how long before Clerks 2? Oh, like 26 years before, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Can't can't what, get any better than that. Was his character just as fucking, like, based as fucking uh, Randall? Like, fucking, why would you want the yeah. internet unless you're going to use it to look at fucking donkey? Donkeys getting blowing nuts in chicks' faces. Yeah. Speaking of which, it's it's unverified. I don't know whether to believe whether it's real or not, but I technically do have a signed DVD of Bachelor Party from Tom Hanks. Amazing. Hell yeah. I got it off eBay years ago for very cheap. You th- so. for some for some reason, uh, unless that like by the time that movie came out on DVD, I feel like Tom Hanks would have already been in that stage of his career where it's like if somebody brought that to right. him and asked him to sign it, he would have fucking smacked it out of their hand. <laughs> Because remember how all the early DVDs came with the insert that was either a chapter listing or a mini poster? It's that. That's what's signed. Somebody had them sign it. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time. Like, I didn't care because I paid like 10 bucks for it. It was mm-hmm. almost like the 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 real or fake Tom Hanks signature devalued it because I think the DVD was probably like about 20 bucks to buy. And I mm-hmm. bought this copy that was signed by him for like 10 something. Fucking some, some douchebag wrote it in crayon yeah. in this fucking yeah. i remember one time that friend i told you about that mm-hmm. fucked his sister in the back of a pickup truck mm-hmm. fucking jacked off the dog fucking he also he like he told me for for no reason one time he's like yeah my my mom she went to like uh she went somewhere she ran into like the creators of south park trey parker and matt stone the fucking the maker fucking trey parker he directed uh fucking orgasmo which we did on the show yeah. he's like Fucking, she she got their autographs. So I was like, fucking, that's cool, dude. You should bring them sometime and show me. So like the over the next like week or two, he'd like show up without it, and I'd be like, fucking, you forgot to bring that again. And he's just like, oh yeah. He always acted like fucking like, oh yeah, I keep forgetting about it. Like finally he he brings it to me, and it's just like he wrote it in crap. <laughs> He wrote, he wrote it in it. crayon. He did. He, he, he did. wrote it to me, and I was like, this is, "You did this." I was he, like, "Why? Why did you lie to him?" He didn't <laughs> even use a red marker like how Mike Tom Hanks. It, it, I thought it, I thought of that like not that long ago, and I was like, "It was it was totally one of those things where he just said it to like fucking have an interesting story, and he just hoped yeah. I didn't remember anything about it the next day." He he hoped you were dumb like an incest baby and be in one ear and out the other. 
exactly. And then, like, I kept remembering it, and he's just, like, <laughs> at some point, I don't think I would ever went through with that. That's that's awesome though that he did. Like, fucking, I would have just like, okay, I like. What did I he bring the the crayon signatures on, like a piece of paper or something? It was, it was just a piece of paper yeah. written in crayon. Fucking two different awesome. colors for both names it's like clearly he clearly your own handwriting <laughs> was it was he treating it um like it was precious or did he just like offer to give it to you or something like that it's like he was so defeated he showed it to me yeah. and i was like you even why'd you lie to me why what was the point of that and he's just like he just <laughs> like Bizarre. just kind of took didn't didn't give me an answer really just like fuck just took it back, put it in his pocket, <laughs> moved on. Well, I don't think we can top that. So that that tops fucking his sister in front of me. Like <laughs> that probably is because at least this took some premeditation. You could argue. Exactly. <laughs> he was a weird dude. Yeah. Do you have <laughs> Do you have any clue, like whatsoever, whatever happened to him? Fuck it, I haven't seen him in so long. If I did, I probably wouldn't even recognize him. Yeah, you, you, you gotta look up his name on Facebook, see if he's like married with kids or if he's like totally in a insane asylum or what. One can only imagine. One can only imagine. What if he, what if he, uh, fucking, he got a job like that chick from Clerks? She manually masturbates caged animals for artificial insemination. You mean, insemination. you mean what if he ended up getting his dream job? Exactly. He would have done it for free. He's like, he's like, you don't have to pay me for this shit. This Zach. I do for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Amazing. All right, so that's it for Flowers in the Attic. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're a Flowers in the Attic fan. It's like I, we are. I want to watch the whole remake franchise huh, in the next couple months. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Zach, thank you for doing it, man. No problem, baby. No problem. It was fun as always. We went on a million tangents, but with a subject matter like this, how can you not? Exactly. You think people are upset? Like, fucking, they talked more about the thing that is supposed to be in the movie that isn't in the movie than they should have. I mean, I'm sure we'll get a lot of people that, like, return their DVDs and Blu-rays because they're like, this movie didn't have what it was supposed to have in it. So I'm sure they'll understand. You think people who love that style of Pornhub video take, like, they buy this, they take it back, they're like, why are you returning this? It's like, this didn't even have any mom fucking in it. There's no Not fucking sister it. fucking in this movie. It didn't. Could you imagine if there's, like, a weird, like, foreign, like, Thailand version of release, DVD release, that, like, instead of, like, the picture of Christy Swanson as, like, a 14-year-old, it has, like, her 2002 Playboy <laughs> photo spread photos on the cover photoshop with the, the <laughs> brother the same picture meanwhile her brother's <laughs> some oh, yeah. like the donkey guy it's not even the actor from the movie exactly well anyway everybody thanks again for listening once again and we'll catch you back here next time in the movie graveyard <laughs>